0: Twinkle, twinkle, groovy mothers. The ones who got pregnant listening to Shoot Brothers, because that is uh, the potency of this wrestling podcast. The only wrestling podcast in the globe hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, and Cameron. The uh, unsolicited father, Osborne.
1: <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> pew, 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 pew.
0: Uh, No, no. I don't know why I was going that direction. But that doesn't matter. It's because it's the Royal Rumble season. There's mysteries. Anything can happen. There's uh, championships. There's weekly wrestling. Everything's happening, folks. We're right in the thick of things. It's a new year. It's... Uh, and new and new and new uses.
1: New year, new us. You know, uh, who knows? <laughs> I, mean, I like that. Maybe every uh, every episode starts off with just a little limerick. Just a little. Yeah, uh, I mean, if we
0: <laughs> no pressure, but no if pressure.
1: Feel. Just a little. Just a little one rhyme. It doesn't have to be an A A B A stanza. I mean, Free
0: form, whatever you want. Free even have to rhyme. It can be like those freeform. lazy poems.
1: I would love to know what are the great uh, wrestling uh, poems. Oh, Dusty
0: Roads was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll need to uh, compile a list of some of those. Sometimes maybe that'd be a fun segment (laughs) for later. But you're right; we are uh, nigh still, still working
0: towards the Rumble. Yeah, about ten days ish or so. About Uh,
1: ten ish days as of right now. Which I always remember it being around. Wasn't it? It's been around like uh, mid February. Past. It's always been January. It has been. Yeah. Why was I thinking? I was watching. I, I, I was trying to look back, and I, f- I felt like I remembered watching the Rumble on a family day, or possibly like the day before. And I was like, mm. "Yeah, are are we pushing it early?" Because, uh, but who <laughs> the heck knows? Because I'm sure some of the pay per views have been certainly kind of pushed around a couple weeks here and there.
0: Yeah, Wait. I mean, uh, some pay per views disappear, they come back, but uh, the Royal Rumble is always a staple. It's always here. Nice. It is firmly pressed into that piece of paper it's not coming out.
1: And one yeah, of course, uh the best show because this is truly the start to WrestleMania. So let's get into So this is the road to the road to WrestleMania because I think yeah. Royal rumble is once the when you is when you start the car um, but now I think is now uh, it's more probably like we're looking for our keys in our wallet. Because we're about to start the car to go down the road so Double check
0: in, make sure you got your phone charger packed, everything you need Ah,
1: your phone charger, some snacks, make sure your water bottle's filled Uh, All those, oh yeah, that's the process we're going through right now So let's (laughs) kick off the show, uh, the only way we know how Which is with the tweet of the week It's the tweet of the week
0: it's the Tweet of the Week. Yeah, I mean, uh, Twitter world, Just uh, there was some breaking news I just read. Val Venus has been banned from Twitter, so he, he is officially out of contention for this belt moving forward. Oh,
1: he got Trumped, eh?
0: Yeah, he basically, that's basically what he was doing. He's very QAnon, crazy, theory, blah, 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 Joe Biden's a pedophile, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, he's gone. He's hanging out with his uh, WWE Hall of Famer Trump.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, we're looking for a new platform for the two of these. These two fellas. <laughs> yeah. And these two uh, fellas. Uh, oh,
0: Canadian. I didn't know that. I know. Oh, that's Sorry. Sad. That's sad. <laughs> Oakville. Yeah. He's nothing what he used more. to be. He's of completely.
1: course. Of course. yeah. But anyways, okay. So yeah, I guess you're right. Being removed from contention is actually pretty – this might be the uh, – I, I, this may be the second only the second time I guess um because of course uh Donald Trump is a former winner of uh the tweet week I guess Mike dis- I mean this brings up a huge question do we do we do we give him the Chris Benoit and release him from existence I mean th- this hasn't been this is un- this is unprecedented uh territory for us
0: <laughs> well uh I don't know if Alvinus was ever going to win it anyways. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I mean, now that I know he's into QAnon, I would have been searching. I mean, it. you
0: could go, yeah, you could retroactively look at <laughs> No, no, and...
1: no. It needs, it needs to be more of a present day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thing. I know. Man.
1: So we're <laughs> giving our Tweeted League champion uh, to now two-time Tweeted League champion, Adam Cole, baby. Woo! Uh, he sends out a message to the world. The undisputed Era has run NXT since we've arrived. 2021 will be no different. Enjoy the ride, boys and girls. Uh, Uh, Fan asks him you could advance to the main roster in 2021 adam cole responds simply by saying nxt is the main roster end of story (laughs) mike i mean we watch excuse me we watch a lot of professional wrestling i mean if we had to pick between what what, uh, present day smackdown present day raw present day nxt Mm mm-hmm I mean, we call Raw and SmackDown the main roster. It's easier for us. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. But does Adam Cole have a point here?
0: Uh, I mean, I understand what he's saying. But uh, I think eventually at some point, you know, there's you can, you've can you done everything in NXT. What else can you do? I mean, as fun as it is to stick around there, uh, you know, SmackDown would be a lot of fun too. Mix it up with Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Big E, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Raw, we all know Raw has the stigma. So, hey, (laughs) it'll take the shit for the main (laughs) roster. But I think SmackDown is pretty close to NXT in terms of what he's looking for. So maybe not quite as uh, 100 percent wrestling oriented, but I don't know. Eventually it's going to happen. So eventually
1: eventually he will move up or eventually NXT will be the A-show.
0: Uh, well, I think NXT will always be getting less viewers than the other two, right? Just based on history and reputation, but I don't know. If he wants to stay there forever, he can, but I just think he should go on to more things, become a world heavyweight champion, things like that.
1: Yeah, you have to imagine that Adam Cole is either, he'll either be like a WWE lifer and make a lot of money, or he's going to AEW. Right? It sort of seems like there's no other option there. Either WWE will, like, back up the Brinks truck to keep him, or he's like, no, I want to move on. Like, I want to do other things in my career. I feel like there are only two options.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he is pretty heavily invested in being in the company. Like, Mm -hmm. I think he loves being in NXT and working there.
1: I mean, you, uh, you, you saw the videos on Instagram. He was at the AEW a new year's eve party in jacksonville taking (laughs) taking taking lariats from Brody lee jr
0: (laughs) yeah he's a good guy of course his wife works there and you know she was spotted in the crowd at a takeover that one time and
1: that was big that was big news triple
0: h apologized like i didn't mean to show you on camera we just (laughs) thought you were some random chick (laughs) but uh i don't know yeah either way adam cole wherever you go we're gonna support you we're gonna love you so at the end of the day it doesn't matter but I think it would be best for his career to move on to SmackDown or something.
1: Yeah, he could be, yeah. He, at this rate, he could just be in, uh, he could be a WWE employee for the rest of his life, and then eventually yeah. he takes over NXT.
0: I mean, maybe he's all. Maybe he's just working us because he knows he's going to be in the Rumble in a couple of weeks, and
1: bam! Oh, yeah, you That's think, his, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it is Rumble time, and we have seen the likes of Pete Doon, Peter Doon and Johnny <laughs> Gargano and all those other people.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, sometimes it's just a tease. Sometimes it's a permanent call-up, so we'll see. Either way, Adam Cole, well-deserved Tweet of the Week champ
1: tweet of the week champion well i mean mike you were just name dropping uh name dropping our next uh, our next program <laughs> a bunch there lately because yeah i mean if we're talking an a b and c show within the wwe hierarchy you mean mike you said it right there this might be uh the a show we're talking about the blue brand the smackdown live okay folks it's friday night it's time for smackdown live it uh used to be on tuesday then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. we used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Fuck, yeah. it's not live. But I keep. Uh, I mean, you know what? I mean, it's it, kind I, of. You know what? I'm not gonna stop. I'm just not gonna stop saying it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Coverage begins at eight p.m. on a Friday night. Therefore, it's live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's live, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Anyways, yeah, let's just open the show. Roman Reigns backstage with his manager, Paul Heyman. And going over the contract for the title match, Universal title at the Royal Rumble, and Heyman says, this match needs a step. We got to teach Adam Pearce some respect, so let me just take this for you. So uh, We'll get to that later, but uh, in the meantime, singles action, Jey Uso taking on Nakamura. Um uh, and I think Uso just cuts a promo beforehand. But then you and I, we get one of our wishes as uh, I think the face turn is fully official because Nakamura comes out with his original version of the theme song. No rapping, just the straight up fun violin going crazy. Just
1: the fun violin. None of those sounds of plugging in your guitar. You know, that yeah. little like... Yeah.
0: Yeah, come on. That's unprofessional. <laughs> come uh... on. You
1: edited that out. That's, everybody knows
0: that. <laughs> But yeah, so it looks like he's baby-faced now. He cuts a quick promo saying Roman's the big dog, that makes you his little puppy. (laughs) I'm glad he didn't say little bitch. That would have been too bad.
1: I I know. He was setting it up, and I'm like, no, don't say (laughs) it. Little bitch. Puppy, yes. Yeah, puppy. That's (laughs) funny. That's
0: funny. (laughs) So then he kicks him in the head, and uh, we start the match. Everything's going well. Shinsuke's in control, and then Cesaro's music hits. So first I'm wondering, is he going to turn on him? But no, he just comes down. He's watching at ringside. Uh, so, uh, anyways, yeah, we have a good little match. Eventually, Nakamura hits the Kinsasha, gets the win. And then afterwards, Cesaro gets in the ring, and he doesn't attack him. So, it looks like they're just still buddies.
1: Looks like they're still buddies. And I guess if uh, if Shinsuke Nakamura is turning face, then Cesaro would have to turn face, too. Hey,
0: yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm also that. fine with... I like this if they can, like... Wrestle singles matches; they don't have to be tag teaming all the time, so we can still get the best of both worlds. That'd be nice. It really does
1: seem like the best both possible options, because I mean, because we always, or rather, we always get the either Shinsuke and Cesaro are tagging together, or they're one on one with the other one in the other's corner uh, versus the other team in the same setup. Yeah. Or then we're back to tag. You know that classic tag team uh, <laughs> yeah. breakdown. I just wrote it. I just. I think I just wrote the last. Two years of the WWE uh, tag <laughs> division, actually.
0: Yeah, that's uh, pretty much. But <laughs> uh, We go backstage, Adam Pearce and his new cohort, Sonya Deville. They're going over this contract for the Royal Rumble match, and uh, Paul Heyman approaches with the new agreement from the tribal chief with the added step of no disqualification. So, Pearce says, uh, this can only make things worse for me, but I guess I'll sign it. So, he signs. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
1: why not? Love a good, like a good stip.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, then we cut back to Roman Reigns, who's having a little sit-down chat with Apollo Cruz, which is very interesting. That would be huge for Cruz to get, uh, you know, aligned with the Chief.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But anyways, Heyman delivers delivers the signed c- contract, and uh, but Roman says he's not going to sign because he never said he wanted no DQ. He wants a last man standing. So. And he wants Adam Pierce to sign the contract in the middle of the ring. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see what happens there.
0: Yeah, but then woman's action here. Natalia is taking on Liv Morgan. Uh, and Billy Kay coming out with the Riot Squad. And she's trying her best. She's got the punk look going on, the nice plaid skirt, the fishnet stockings, the spiked combat boots. She knows how to look. Punk. Yeah. Yeah, ex- Throwing ex- exactly. Throwing up devil horns. Ex- exactly. It would be what the <laughs>
1: punk costume was at Halloween.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Uh, she's on commentary saying this is her tryout for the Riot Squad. and uh, Liv and Liv Natalia, they actually have a pretty good match. Liv was looking good, hitting some, like, hurricane ranas, high flying. Uh, eventually, Natty gets all vicious, and uh, I think she's got Liv in the sharpshooter when Billy just runs up I don't know And then Tamina was there I don't know uh, Everyone yeah, starts yelling Yeah she showed
1: up <laughs> And with Natalia The whole time
0: Yeah She um, was in her corner so.
1: I, I This was one of those Booked finishes Where you're just like Huh
0: Yeah it was the goofy finish Where like Tamina scares Billy So she runs through the ring And that disrupts Liv So Natty rolls her up So Whoops She cost her team But uh, I like the association Though It's funny
1: yeah, I can't the tell. Punk. I can't tell what the focus of this of this match was. I'm gonna have to say it was Billy Kay.
0: <laughs> yeah, cause I think Natalia winning doesn't mean anything. She
1: was like the only thing where I was like, okay, this. Yeah, <laughs> Natalia winning a match literally means nothing. It Doesn't matter. Oh my lord, Natty, Natty! She'll just start
0: crying. That was for you, Dad. Natty, ah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't she now.
1: have didn't she put Ruby Riot through the the, the Jim Nyhart table?
0: I think it was the other way around. Oh or wait. Yeah, I think yeah, that was the payoff. I think that was the payoff. was the, was the big yeah.
1: table with like the sticker <laughs> of her dad on it. Oh, what yeah, a weird. weird.
0: Poor Natalia, Natalia, eh? Yeah. Oh well, she's the vet. She has to go through it. Yeah. Uh speaking of vets, we got Rey Mysterio taking on. King Corbin. Corbin's in control. He's just talking smack. Dominic's there on commentary. I think later Corbin just goes over and punches him. So Dominic tries to retaliate, but then Ray blocks him. So Corbin shoves Ray into Dominic, knocks him to the floor. Corbin hits End of Days, gets the win.
1: That's just a big old End of Days. That move looks great on. Uh... That one's kicked out. You know, that one looks great on um, whatever it's called. You know the word I'm looking for. <laughs>
0: Little guys, yeah,
1: on little guys. That's the word, that was the word I'm looking for. Shit, this was uh, this was great for Dominic. I gotta say, the less we see of his sister, the better. And having him, uh, you know, the, uh, the eventual moment where Dominic like stands up for himself and fights back. You know, I mean, yeah.
0: well, he seems to have stopped fighting. Just focused on fashion now. Oh my god! Every week he's got pink some new outfit. Turtleneck
1: and... neck was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so short of Rey Mysterio was involved in that Gauntlet match uh that Shinsuke Nakamura with that Shinsuke Nakamura was in Yeah. Whatever, like, Adam a, a few weeks ago or whatever. Uh Mike though, but before that, when was the last time that Rey Mysterio's had a singles win?
0: A singles win? Yes. Uh well, the fact you're asking makes me think it's been a while. <laughs> it's
1: been a while.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say June. Oh, okay. Not that much. (laughs) That would would have been insane. That would have been a bit
1: much. No, it is October. uh, Yeah. November 13th in that no holds barred match against Seth Rollins. Um, That was the last time he had a singles victory. But prior to that day, it was on April 20th. Holy
0: fuck. Um, Where was he all that
1: So, yeah, we're not seeing Rey Mysterio. I mean, of course, he did have a victory against uh, it was in a six man tag action. And then of yeah. course some stuff with he was Alistair Black, if you remember, Dominic had a bunch of stuff. Uh Rey Mysterio doesn't win anymore. That's that's not a thing that <laughs> that's not a thing that we do anymore. Like we're done. Like we're done with Rey Mysterio winning. Uh and that's all we got. That's all I got. That's all I got.
0: Uh yeah, I mean, well researched. Uh yeah, he doesn't really need to do much winning, I guess, these days.
1: Right? I guess. Yeah, he just has to put <laughs> he know. just has to put his hot daughter on TV. I don't get it. Well, we haven't
0: even seen her in a while. Hey,
1: what's what the hell's Dominic
0: doing? Yeah. Oh
1: my god. I, I was worked, baby. I was worked. <laughs> uh so well. that match ends and is this where we get um we've been talking about this the whole show this uh fantastic debut segment of Bailey's
0: Oh boy! Cold. I'm glad that you said it. I, of course. Uh,
1: well, I mean, when you're they they were kind of pumping it every year, and I mean, if, when Michael Cole wants you to remember something's name or what he what it's called, he makes sure that you remember <laughs> what it's called.
0: Well, yeah, we're talking about de- the debut of Bailey's new talk show, Ding Dong Hello, which is named after her new catchphrase she's been using, uh, and they went all out. You know, they had full-on custom graphics, a theme song inside the ring. We got blue carpet, a giant door, uh, which the host Bailey just comes out. She comes through the door. She's got this hilarious 90s talk show outfit on, the pointy shoulders, the huge glasses. This was amazing. I loved it. She was all in. Uh, (laughs) So she brings out her guest, Bianca Belair. She comes out normally, and Bailey's like, no, you got to go behind the door. So she stands behind the door, <laughs> rings the bell. Wonder who that could be. Uh, so, anyways, then we just get to our talk show segments. Uh, I think Bianca goes and sits in Bailey's nice cushion chair instead of the stool that was meant for her. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, they go to, uh, I think Bailey mentions Bianca's getting in one of those WWE documentaries coming out next week. So she's got a special sneak preview. Uh, but the clip that they play instead is Bailey pinning Bianca from a while ago. And Bailey apologizes. Wrong clip. So then she just moves on. Uh, some questions. She's just being rude, interrupting everything. But Bianca says, just go get your gear. We could do this right now. But Bailey says, how about next week? We do an ultimate athlete obstacle challenge. And Bailey just laughs and says, all right, next week I accept. No way you can beat me. Ding dong that. That was it. And that was
1: it, you know, because we have the props left over from the Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley obstacle course. and it's they like they're just taking that they're, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> that was about a year and a half ago I'll yeah. uh, I'll try to find the exact clip maybe and send it to yeah so I mean this no, I is, remember now <laughs> this is just taking up space in the uh, in the WWE warehouse. Uh, yeah. So of course so of course we have to use it. Of course we have to use it. I gotta say though, I think it sounds like you were a bit higher on this.
0: The presentation I loved. I mean the actual uh, promo was. The actual normal.
1: it was the actual inside of the stuff was like okay. And yeah. I think unfortunately but the- <laughs> unfortunately in my mind and the, and, and this, this is certainly is not in the mind of everybody else. But like, if I had to, so last week we got the debut of the Waiting Room with Dr. Britt Baker, and this week we got the debut of Ding Dong Hello uh, with Bailey. Both are that are where I felt as though were kind of meant to be like the you know the the, the talk show type thing. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. in my mind, I think the Waiting Room crushed it. And so I compare them, and I'm like, ah, they didn't do it as good.
0: Uh, I don't know. I think they're both about the same Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, presentation wise.
1: Yeah, I would have liked a little more Bailey over the top.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I like the whole intro of her coming out and yeah, because she's
1: because she she feels like uh yeah because she's a bully. Like Ding Dong, hello to me is like you know Back to the Future when Biff is knocking on. (laughs) <laughs> like Michael J. Fox yeah. head. He's like hello McFly McFly oh, yeah. Like it's kind of <laughs> like That type of a bully Which I would have liked She was bullied Yeah she it felt like rude. It was more bickering Than dialogue And I would have been like Oh yeah This new Like Bailey Who has somehow Found a way To reinvent Herself That was already fantastic Yeah give me more give me more promo less just kind of bickering back and forth and uh who knows we got ourselves a uh, an obstacle course next week
0: yeah we'll see what uh we'll see exactly what that entails but in the meantime let's move to something we know is going to be good daniel bryan taking on cesaro uh and that's just what it was good wrestling back and forth technicalities two of the best at their craft uh yeah, later on, they fight outside the ring. I think Brian kicks the ring post accidentally, so he, he's selling that leg. Then he starts working over Cesaro for the yes lock, so they're both just damaged limbs. Uh, then I think there was a great show of strength when they're both on the top rope. Brian goes for a Karana, but Cesaro just holds on, hoists him up, not into a power bomb, but like all the way into this twisting superplex off the top rope. Big two count. Uh... Yeah, Brian fights back, hits some yes kicks, goes for the running knee, but then Cesaro just tosses him into the air. Super uppercut. Followed by the neutralizer. Gets the big win.
1: The neutralizer. God, I like that one, eh?
0: Yeah, it's cool. But it's, yeah, great match.
1: Yeah, and it's really funny when it's really funny when this happens on the main roster. Because I feel like this happens in AEW a lot, where all we gotta do is take two people who can wrestle, throw them in the ring. Give them the time, and then it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, And I feel as though WWE misses out on a lot of those opportunities. Like, all you have to do is take Cesaro and Daniel Bryan and put them in a ring. That's all you have to do to have an incredible match, and yet they'll choose not to, or you're using enhancement talent in some kind of way uh great, just do this and like we'll see this later. We'll see this uh the next night on raw just put AJ and ricochet in the ring. It's gonna be sick like <laughs> we know that we know this and uh yeah that's that's about it. It was a fantastic match.
0: agreed uh we go backstage Carmella cutting a promo on Sasha when she appears and says Mella, you can have a title match if I can have a match with Reginald first. so hey. Maybe we're getting some intergender wrestling.:
1: Oh, Reginald. yeah. To <laughs> wait for that.:
0: Yes, the Somalia. I found out. I heard that word somewhere else recently, so I'm like, okay, I guess that just means servant. Okay. Okay. My Somalia, not the country. Uh, but let's continue here. Apollo Cruz taking on Sami Zayn. Um, and something worth mentioning about. I noticed it on Raw as well. Was there like a new camera for some of the entrance angles?
1: So I think I noticed this, too. They're trying some 8K camera footage coming down the ramps.
0: Yeah. 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 It so was now like, it was like the lens was different. It was like hyper focused and the background was blurry or something. Or, yeah. So I've I don't know. He-
1: so I've heard that a lot of the uh, there's been a lot of things transferred over from NFL games. Because uh, Fox Sports Fox, Fox Sports technology. now has all this like kind of like available things that they're trying out. Yeah. So yeah, the uh I know the eight K cameras down the ramps are one of those things. I'm not I haven't I have heard cool. about anything else.
0: It reminded me of like you know, when like the WWE documentaries when they like insta splice like the documentary footage they'll show like a guy walking down the ramp in slow motion and yeah. it's all detailed. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of like that kind of thing, like a documentary style.
1: Oh yeah. Either
0: way. I'm glad we both noticed. I know you're the camera guy. You probably noticed one. Nah, that's me. Uh, his name's Cam. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was the entrance, right? <laughs> what was I even talking about? Apollo Crew, Sami Zayn. <laughs> uh, Big E just sitting at ringside. He's got a couch. He's got a mini fridge. He's got a nice Ghostbuster sweater on. I don't know. He's just hanging out. Doing but, thing. Uh, I guess he's friends with Apollo. Apollo's yeah. in between. He don't know. Uh, Anyways, good little match. Sammy goes for a haluva kick. Apollo avoids him, rolls him up, grabs the tights for the illegal leverage, gets a three. So a big win. Maybe Roman's advice helped him a little bit. Uh, And then we find out Apollo's getting a title shot. Big E's intercontinental title next week. Next week, baby.
1: Um, You know, I think uh, Sami Zayn's conspiracy gimmick, that's what we're calling it now, is uh, (laughs) it's going to be gone. It's got to be going pretty hard now. I mean, he lost a match with an illegal pin.
0: Yeah, I mean, he makes uh, the,
1: good points. The other week, uh, he he was not checked on by the, the officials
0: <laughs> to ensure he, that he was
1: ready for the match. I mean, yeah, uh, he,
0: uh, yeah, much like the planet champion Daniel Bryan, he makes many good points. This
1: is a big deal for Sammy. C.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, Royal Rumble season. Maybe he'll have a nice showing in that.
1: That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun to see a guy like him come down to the final four.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. He's had a great year. He's helped revitalize that intercontinental title.
1: Yeah, why not? Give it to him.
0: Mm -hmm. Give him the whole thing. Let him win it. (laughs)
1: They could. They could.
0: They could. They won't. But uh, Let's go to the closing segment. Roman Reigns and his tribe come out, followed by Adam Pearce, because they want to get this contract signing done. And uh, Pearce just wants to get it over with. He signs right away. Roman signs and Pierce says I've waited all night for you to do that and then he smirks and he leaves and as he's walking up the ramp he starts limping and he says oh it's an old injury this bum leg uh, acting up on me and uh you know all WWE contracts say the same thing card subject to change uh I think his mic was cutting out too kind of ruined the promo a bit but-
1: yeah I heard that or like it sounded like yeah you you heard like his microphone and then like the speakers in the
0: yeah. yeah, but I picked up what he was saying as a WWE official. I reserve the right. I'm not sure if I'll be medically cleared, but I have a suitable replacement in mind. Kevin Owens. He comes out. He signs the contract. So I guess he's going to be in the last man standing. Which it's a little too bad. I was actually looking forward to seeing Pierce wrestle by the end of it. But... Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was.
1: I was hoping. I was like, ooh, this could actually be like a fun match. Or uh, and, and then it was kind of like, why did they even say it then?
0: Yeah, why'd uh, they even I guess.
1: tell us? Like,
0: I mean, the one small thing I think it could have accomplished is for people that don't know who he was, like, oh, he's a wrestler, because they never really explained. He just started showing up one day, and he was all of a sudden in power. They never said, oh, this is former <laughs> wrestler. This is so I don't know. Maybe this at least people now know. They might go look up a former Adam Pearce match.
1: Yeah, maybe it'll just be. Uh, yeah, now we're just aware <laughs> that he actually had a history. I mean, Owens Reigns, Last Man Standing. Should it'll be. be a good match. Oh, of, yeah, of course. I mean, I guess you know. I guess it's like we were saying with that Cesaro Daniel Bryan thing, like it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, maybe we were just you know uh, we were kind of like ooh Pierce. It was it was the surprise yeah. of something new. No,
0: I mean like it's not like I was like oh that's gonna be the best, but like you said, just something you know something we haven't seen. I was like ah cool. <laughs> but oh well, I'm not devastated by it.
1: And uh, no Shayna Baszler, sorry, not Shayna Baszler. Um, Sonya Deville, sorry, no Sonya Deville on this week's uh, SmackDown
0: uh i think i mentioned her briefly earlier just Did like you? when paul Heyman walked up at one point
1: oh yeah maybe you're right
0: she was just kind of standing there in
1: black yeah she's easy, Very to kind of, she's easy to kind of miss. okay okay we're uh yeah. we're dipping our toes back into the sh- the uh shana Basel or wow fuck Sonia <laughs> deville <going> <laughs> cool. it's it's two s's and uh and they're both lesbians yeah i can see yeah you know similar they tra- are, but sim- that's not similar the traits that was, Smackdown. Uh, that was SmackDown. That was SmackDown. That was the whole show. That
0: was the uh, another ass
1: SmackDown. That was the whole show. We'll let's kick off. Uh, let's move across to the Monday because baby, it's MLK Day. We're talking Monday Night
2: Raw. <laughs>
1: let's get raw. Let's get raw. There, there was the little video package. I you know, uh, have we get, a dream. We do get the little video package, of course. Uh, a lot of yeah. basketball games on that day too, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> you know, they're playing at like noon, and which is always cool for sports when it's on at noon. For some yeah, reason. the
0: afternoon sports. Yeah, I know. I love no, nothing like different. watching the
1: game and the, and when it's light out. I like that. Yeah, it keeps me energized through the commercials like and things like that.
0: I like it. Uh, See if Monday night playoff. If, it, if Monday if the night game,
1: was on. In the afternoon, I would have so much more energy because you know you're kind of like you're doing <laughs> things, you're feeling. Well, good. you're always
0: you you are usually a daytime person. You're getting guy. that vitamin
1: D. I am, but you know I would love to watch it live at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. For me, I like the nighttime. I like to like uh, to be like dark. To... Well, certainly nighttime's the well, right time.
1: Well, certainly because you know I mean it's gonna be dark for handling the subject matter of Monday Night Raw um, these days. Gotta say it. Gotta say it because we're dealing with the uh, sociopathic, psychotic uh, mind of the Fiend's games and the control in which he has over Randy Orton.
0: Well, let's not paint Randy as a saint. He's a pretty uh, okay, uh, psychopathic man himself.
1: I mean, they do call they do call him the Legend Killer. Is the is the Legend Killer to be killed once and for all?
0: Maybe someone's gonna die. So yeah, someone is gonna <laughs> die. By
1: the way, because Randy <laughs> Orton gonna comes take out, it too far. <laughs> Randy Orton comes out wearing uh like a mask that you would wear if you were robbing a place. But it's flesh-toned, well, so it looks weird. So it's it medical. Feels. It's medical. Well, of course, it's a medical mask. It's not just, you know, the black skiers, uh, give me all your money mask.
0: Yeah, but it did kind of look like like a Mexican luchador mask as well with the mouth hole. And with no, the mouth uh, hole me- <laughs> and the
1: nose hole, too, specifically. It like, was, I know you
0: need them to breathe, but the way it looks is kind of funny.
1: They were going, I feel like they were going for a lot of things <laughs> with yeah. this mask. Uh,
0: it works, though. I mean... I would imagine if you did have, like, severe burns on your face, they probably would give you something similar. Not just, like, bandages all the time. They'd give you, like, an actual mask eventually. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, he's covering his burns up. We see kind of glimpses. His skin's all red and damaged. And uh, talks about getting shot with the fireball. And ever since then, the voices in his head have been even louder. So, talks about the agony of the burns and... uh, yeah, anyways, Orton vows that despite the injury, he's still in the Raw Rumble match. Then he likes to match and blows it out.
1: This kind of gives me a, dramatic.
0: Yeah. This is like uh I mean not as cool, but with the burnt face, like nineteen ninety eight Kane. When Kane was awesome.
1: Yeah, this, his face
0: turned out to not be burnt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we all saw it, now he's the mayor. <gasps> yeah.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, you know, I mean this burn thing we'll see how long it goes lots of guys have had their eyes ripped out this year yeah
1: there's there's a lot (laughs) happening here in this whole fiend bliss orton thing there's a lot going on and uh i i i I would hate for us to teeter into the crash and burn (laughs) literally kind of uh (laughs) kind of story right it seems like we're on this weird edge where like either this will be really cool or it will completely miss the mark
0: yeah i mean uh who knows this is uh i'm still on the wire
1: yeah yeah exactly we're very yeah we're very much on the wire we're climbing up <laughs> and it, it it could be a very it could be a big fall down
0: yeah we'll see uh but let's go backstage charlie caruso is trying to interview rick flair about him uh cheating against his own daughter to help Lacey last week but miss evans is there and she's answering all the questions for them and she says she's just simply learning from the greatest ever to step into the ring. I mean, hey, can't falter there.
1: I mean, mentor makes a good point.
0: Uh, so we move on to Rick's daughter, Charlotte Flair, is taking on Peyton Royce. Uh, so they're just having a little match going on when in the middle of it all, Charlotte's in control. Rick Flair's music hits. He comes strolling out. Uh, but Lacey's with him and she's wearing a patented Flair style robe. And I got to say, it looks pretty good on her. I wouldn't mind if you start wearing this every week.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, Lacey and Charlotte have a pretty similar look in the first place. So I guess if you just kind of transplanted (laughs) one of the, you know, I'm sure if we were to put that little Kentucky Derby hat on Charlotte, it would look. uh, You know what?
0: Probably anyone would look good in one of those robes, to be honest.
1: I mean, it's a cool looking robe, right?
0: Yeah, just sparkly, purple. Anyways, this whole distraction, uh, Charlotte, Peyton, or yeah, Peyton nails Charlotte with a big kick, only gets a two count. Charlotte fights back, figure eight, gets the win. Despite Ric Flair trying to fuck with her.
1: Yeah, which uh, which always sucks. Big opportunity for Peyton Royce.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, I remember when didn't she. Didn't
1: happen. Couldn't happen.
0: Yeah, remember when she pinned Bailey in Survivor Series? Yeah. And then they never followed it up? And then. Uh, that was while Bailey was champ, I think, or like a week after. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she's got pink hair now, so that's kind of so cool. So that's a
1: thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's she, at least she's not teaming with Lacey. Or maybe she was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Let's go backstage where the Hurt Business is hanging out. Just making fun of Riddle. He's making more stoner references. And then one of the worst spots of the year where uh, Lashley tells Riddle, flip flops are bad for your feet. Riddle says, no, they're not. And then Lashley stomps. But his foot is like six inches away from touching Riddle's foot. Uh, but Riddle just falls down and sells it anyway. like it really hurts. But uh yeah, this was horrible, wasn't it?
1: yeah this was did you
0: see how far the, the I didn't. Missed
1: by? no I didn't uh, I, oh, need, I, need yeah. to, I need to take a, co- a closer look at he those, like apparently. I don't
0: know if the cameraman wasn't supposed to pan down but like he literally just like stomps his feet like six inches away really <laughs> and then riddle just falls down selling the opposite foot that he even <laughs> no it was
1: I, bad. I, I got I gotta check that I gotta check that out again but uh yeah. I, th- I thought you were saying like, him just stomping on his foot was tacky.
0: <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> uh, but no, the fact that like, he missed so clearly, and it was just bad on camera. Anyways, let's move along here. Xavier Woods is taking on Mace. And, uh, you know, Mace got a chance to look good. showing uh, He's huge. You don't always get to... cause I guess Dijakovic is pretty big as well, so you can't tell, but Mace is huge.
1: Yeah, Mace is... Uh, what's his actual name? I
0: forget. Dio Madden. Dio
1: Madden. Before Brock Lesnar F5'd him so hard that he had to legally change his name.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he had to disappear for two years and then come back as the Predator. Uh, (laughs) But he's got the the members of Retribution outside supporting him. So uh, Xavier's got nobody because Kofi's out with a broken jaw, apparently.
1: Mm, Legit. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Don't think it's as bad as Finn's, hopefully. but Anyways, Mace gets the job done. Uh, those finishing moves look a little sloppy here. Look slightly botched. I don't know what happened, but either way, Mace gets the win. Retribution on a roll.
1: Uh, how many? How How many wins? Uh, is that two weeks in a row now? That Retribution. is I think, is one, I think they've
0: won eleven of their last thirteen matches. Wow! That, I've been told. Jesus
1: yeah. Christ! Well, that's yeah. Good news. Things right? are
0: looking up. Uh, but then we get a special WrestleMania report we go to this news anchor desk with Henry E. Panky and Anita Realman. I don't know, Was that supposed to be a pun? Uh, Henry E. Panky? I don't, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh it was actually Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Oh, They're it's Hanky as- Panky. Hanky Panky. Oh, cuz Henry is Hank.
1: And what's the other name? And what's what was the other Anita name?
0: Anita Realman. Amina? Anita. Anita Realman. I, oh, I need a real man, I guess Oh, I need a real man, yeah. Ah, okay, I get it. <laughs> we worked it out. So it was actually Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, though. Uh, they're dressed as news reporters. Uh, they send it over to Sonny McLeod for the weather. But we don't find Sonny. We find Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman sitting at the table. And they deliver us the news that Tampa Bay will host this year's WrestleMania. And there's going to be some fans in attendance. That's what I'm. Some
1: here. real fans, real
0: people. Some Real fans, wow. 25% or so. Uh, it's going to be a two day event like last year, which is nice. Uh, and then we throw it over to Haley Mary. Haley Mary. Did you get that one? Haley Mary.
1: Like a H- Hail Mary?
0: Oh, I get that now. Uh, <laughs> it's not as fun as it sounds, though. Uh, it's Sasha Banks, though. She's just wearing glasses and a Southern accent. She's different, and she tells us that the location for WrestleMania next year is going to be Texas 2022. yee Yee-haw! Yee-haw! Uh, But that's not all. We cut to Hugh Can't See Me on the red carpet. Do you get that one? Well, yeah, because nobody's there. <laughs> uh, I get that one. I think we all get that one. Uh, <laughs> but then John Cena shows up. So he announces WrestleMania LA 2023. Uh, so we got the next three years, or I guess two and a half, lined up. No Toronto, unfortunately. We'll have to wait. Yeah, well, I, well that's I, okay. That's okay. I hear they're building a new stadium for the Blue Jays, so that when that's done, we'll get it.
1: Oh, that'll that'll be the Mania Stadium, eh?
0: Yeah, hopefully. We do Mania uh, anyways, and all we... out
1: in one weekend.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh, we wrap up this news report. Stephen Hunter take off their wigs. And uh, yeah, looks like WrestleMania is going to be what it was supposed to last year. I mean, quarter full venue, but same place. Uh, they updated the logo a bit. They added a pirate with a bandana eye patch.
1: Yeah, I think I heard about <laughs> that uh, even before Like the plan was to go back to yeah Florida this year, even though this year was supposed to be in Los
0: Angeles, which... I guess they're lucky that it was in Florida and it's already Florida, so pretty loose restrictions.
1: Yeah, certainly the place where, um, yeah. If they
0: had to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is hosted in the same arena, and that's only in a couple of weeks. So they're just going to follow their lead. We're like, all right, if we can pack 25,000 people in there, well, that's and, pretty yeah, decent. And
1: that's the thing, the because uh, I think the Mania, this year's Mania, what is this year's Mania? 37? Seven, 37. 37. Yeah, so Mania 37 was supposed to be at that new uh SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles no, eh? the new like f- it's 5 yeah. billion dollars to build and i think they were like Fuck "Is it even yeah. done yet uh, yeah it's finished yeah i think both teams okay. are playing there um okay. but it was supposed to be like this is going to be so huge yeah um so
0: push it back a year but yeah, when we can hope probably it not they're not going to be able time. to
1: capacity that i know los i know california's restrictions are pretty uh yeah
0: and i guess the one good thing it's uh this year is still two nights, so I don't know. There'll probably be packages. You can buy both nights, or you can buy one night and then the other. Oh, so I, loved, still kind of I have,
1: loved that fucking two-day thing. Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: so much easier. Two little three hours instead of one long. Yeah. But uh, anyways, there's your WrestleMania report. Fantastic. Let's just, yeah, it all sounds pretty good to us. I mean, fans in the crowd, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's move on. Alexa Bliss comes out to host her Playground little talk show She's just making jokes about burning Orton and uh, brings out tonight's guest, Asuka. So Asuka comes out and, uh, I don't know, the whole time Alexa's just kind of looking over at this invisible person and talking to them. Is it supposed to be the ghost of Bray or something? I, uh, well, I,
1: I, I have a whole, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but besides that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Alexa Bliss announces her official entrance into the Rumble. Probably would to be one of the top contenders, maybe. But uh, Yeah. Hey, Asuka, we could end up facing each other at WrestleMania. And Asuka's like, oh, cool. I'm a big fan of yours. Yowie wowie. But then Bliss uh, just looks again at her invisible friend, says she wasn't supposed to say that. And then Asuka just asks for her music and she starts dancing. But that only angers Alexa. So she calms down. Uh, she starts talking to the swing, looking sad. Asuka tries to cheer her up. But then Bliss smiles and waves at the rocking horse, which just starts moving on its own. So Asuka's freaked out and she leaves. So Bray's a ghost.
1: Yeah, and this is... Okay, (laughs) now I'm starting to get... Now I'm starting to get lost here. Uh, The ghost of dead Bray. We keep climbing up this ladder and we could fall so much. Remember when Asuka was the one to be scared of? With her mist and her cool wow. eyes and stuff uh you know and her whole slogan that <laughs> was like nobody like everyone's scared of me because uh, I, <laughs> I don't re- know if that was your it slogan it was pretty much like that uh no it's something you're too scared of Oscar. nobody's I- ready for Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> you're too um, scared for me uh, well apparently uh alexa bliss is, is not part of that category
0: well she fucking shoots fireballs I'd be scared of bliss uh, who
1: knows if are, uh, if you were sc- I, 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 I'm not scared of somebody who talks to an imaginary friend I think that wasn't ima- like a it was real is this a
0: supernatural <laughs> it
1: was supernatural friend okay well I if guess the we'll undertaker have- can do it yeah we'll have to see where it goes we'll have to see where we go
0: yeah uh yeah I think Bray's dead and he's haunting us Bray's from dead. beyond uh anyways let's move on to that match you mentioned uh, earlier in the show. You know, you want to just have a hot match on Raw, let's just throw some guys together like this. Ricochet, AJ Styles. Uh, and before the match, Adam Pierce is talking to Ricochet, saying, Hey, buddy, a win here might secure you a spot in that Rumble. So, you know, you're not like AJ. You can't just declare yourself. Not
1: everyone can. Not, of course not everyone can declare themselves because... So we end up having the match between AJ Styles (laughs) and Ricochet. Of course, of course, Almost is back there. Yeah. Uh, You watch that video. I love these little work shoot things that have been happening a lot lately. Uh, Like that little video with AJ Styles, the Don Callis and Kenny Omega on Chris Jericho. (laughs) Is this like
0: really, really, really weird work shoot. And they work. I mean, that's the thing. You can use uh, your social media to your advantage. Uh, You're always kind of in character. So everything you do. Who knows? Could be real, could be fake. Could be real, could be fake. Uh, Anyways, good wrestling here. Almost on the outside. At one point, he just catches Ricochet. and uh, The ref yells at him, put him down! Like a dog. So he just drops him. Uh, But anyways, we have a good little back and forth. AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm. But Ricochet catches him midair with the recoil. But he's too slow to make the cover. So he only gets a two. Uh, And then soon after, we get this really cool spot where Ricochet goes for a springboard, but AJ catches him, picks him up in the suplex position, drops him stomach first onto the ropes, and then Ricochet just bounces off. AJ catches him again, right into the Styles Clash. What a phenomenal spot.
1: Oh, baby, that was so cool. No one else does. that. That's, that's, that's one of those things that Ricochet does that literally no one else does.
0: Yeah, he just like fucking just bounced off his stomach and AJ caught him perfectly. Yeah. What a cool spot. That ends the match of course as it should. Amazing.
1: Ricochet came to fight and he is so talented when he gets to be and AJ Styles can have a good match with anybody and I think Ricochet can have a good match with anybody. So of course this is going to be so sweet. Um can can Ricochet go to the Rumble?
0: I'm oh, sure he'll still find his way in the Rumble. He should. Because I if don't. Kofi's injured. We need someone to do the big. This seems a bit it, it
1: does seem a bit. Yeah, oh yeah. Someone needs to be do the cool. My feet aren't touching the ground thing. Yeah, um, let me do th- three, just, three
0: flips to get back into the ring.
1: It just does seem weird that like so some people can just flat out declare themselves, but then some people need like to fight opportunities for that. That doesn't quite make sense to me.
0: I think it's just about the the cash you have, your your history, your accomplishments. Right. If you're a former champion, you can pretty much just be like, yeah, I want it.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
0: If you're an Otis, they'd be like, ah, Otis, you might have to earn a spot.
1: Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It is weird because uh. it's just weird that they mentioned it. I wouldn't have thought about it if they didn't mention it. But it's like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So Ricochet has to fight for it. The guy who like was integral in Brock Lesnar's elimination last year, without him, Drew McIntyre, without the low blow... Drew McIntyre wouldn't have been able to claim more of the fuck out of Brock Lesnar. That guy needs to earn his opportunity. But uh, someone else we can just fucking toss in there.
0: Let's move along. Uh, Miz and Morrison are in the ring for the dirt sheet. And they've got a special guest this week. Goldberg. So his music hits. Now this but... is
1: exciting. Now this is exciting, <laughs> Mike. Because throughout the show, me, a, a 42-year-old... Man, you know, I was a huge professional wrestling fan in the 90s. Uh, you know, I've, I've just been staying down, and there's nothing to do on Monday anymore. Monday Night Football's gone, right? So I'm kind of like, what do I want to <laughs> watch? And then I'm flipping through the channels. I flip past USA, and I saw, you know, later on in the show, Goldberg will be here. And I'm like, holy shit, I remember, I remember the, the streak. I remember WCW. I remember all these things. This is going to be so much fun for me to watch uh, a former hero of mine. So I'm going to call... I call my two sons into the room. I'm like, sons, sit down here with (laughs) me because this guy who's going to come out there and he was so strong and he could throw men up and then throw them right back down. Uh, I want you to see him, sons. Okay, (laughs) now you can can keep going.
0: Well, uh, I think you got even more than you bargained for uh, because you were expecting Goldberg, but instead... We got the former and longest reigning light heavyweight champion in the history of the WWF. From the Attitude Era, I'm talking about Gilberg. He was... uh, No, I think a lot of people would have the opposite reaction. If they were fans of WWF, they might be more excited to see Gilberg than Goldberg. uh, Because he's an obvious parody, but he has history. He was with the company for years. I always thought he was funny during the Monday Night Wars. You know, they had the sparklers, the fire extinguisher. They spray him down for his entrance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyways, then Miz and Morrison just start to berate him, treating him like Goldberg. And Gil cuts a promo, but then Drew McIntyre's music hits. Uh, But that's not true. This is just some fat guy wearing a wig. This wasn't any real former wrestler. This was just, I don't know who. Anyways, Miz and Morrison, they're playing along. They're fucking with these fake guys. and uh Eventually, Mez freaks out, things go off the rails, and he talks about cashing and his money in the bank.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot he had that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's there. Wow, oh,
1: I forgot he had that. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think I said it right there. Um...
0: So you don't like Gilbert?
1: Well, I guess you can go in two directions, right? There's no Monday Night Football. The things that Americans watch the most is no longer happening. There is a huge chunk of people looking for something to watch on a Monday. Imagine being, imagine the people in that position. You have Goldberg, you guys, you bring back like that because they're the big names. They are going to boost ratings. You're gonna get that nostalgia pop, and then you don't give it, and then you don't do it. Like that just feels. (laughs) No, it feels like a wasted opportunity. Uh, for, for, I think more exactly. people pop
0: for Goldberg than you might think.
1: Okay, no, but I, I well, I mean, I'm <laughs> thinking of those people who are not watching Monday Night Raw. Hear I that also, Goldberg is coming on, and they're like stoked. Now I'm going to watch it.
0: Yeah, I'm I thinking, also think I'm thinking of the, that. Uh, I think channel flipping in general is a very not prominent thing these days. Who just sits there flipping
1: channels? Uh, some people. I don't. Eighty-year-old. Some people.
0: <laughs> I don't. know. There's Everything's lot, got the I, guide. Every 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 TV company's got the guide built in. Have you ever a- seen a
1: commercial from the states? You can get like unlimited channels for like twenty bucks of cable <laughs> like down the Magic there. Magic Jack. People are just yeah. Verizon, AT and T. All those things. Yeah, I just found this disappointing because, like, I don't want Goldberg here in the first place. So I just want to get it over with. Don't (laughs) give me like shit, Goldberg. Until you have to give me the already shit, Goldberg.
0: That's Dwayne Gill, the longest light heavyweight champion in history. Okay,
1: okay, the longest light heavyweight of the World Wrestling Federation. Put him in the Hall of Fame, then we'll talk.
0: He shared that belt with the greats like Takabichi Dooku Christian, Jeff Hardy. And then they retired it and brought the cruiserweight belt out.
1: Okay, yeah. okay.
0: Anyways, let's move along. The heart Business uh, taking on Lucha House Party and Riddle, but Riddle's got his foot taped up from that phantom foot stomp earlier. Uh, but during the match, Cedric Alexander just keeps uh, showing some disobedience as him and the heart Business. You know, they're refusing to tag in. They're slapping each other behind the back, showing some dissension there. But. Uh, <clears throat> Eventually, I think uh, Lashley just gets pissed off and takes it into his own hands. Spears Grand Metalik, gets the Hurt Lock submission for the win.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, we're getting a lot of Hurt Locks these days.
0: Yeah, uh, that U.S. title. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, Let's we're still we're still in this position of nobody <laughs> wanting it. Um, yeah. I don't like I mean, Riddle. The, Yeah, the, the kind of internal conflict within the Hurt business. Uh, yeah, it's it's too like, soon to be. Yeah, it's not like they're break. really at like they haven't really been at full strength for
0: no. They're months still now. Uh, yeah. There's room to grow still. There's no no need to be losing members. Yeah, yet.
1: I hope we're not. Uh, I hope we're not. Uh, you know, breaking up yet? But um, yeah, someone's got to go after that U.S. title.
0: Yeah, I what? mean, I thought it was gonna be a Riddle, but he's losing a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll have to see what happens, kind of post Rumble, uh, because and also I think this um. Out of all of like our main title matches, one of them has got to be like a four-way or a five-way ladder, or you know the triple threat. One of them always has to be this like you know kind of the multi the multi-person and the stip. Yeah. And where possibly where the U.S. title is going, it it could have that written all over it.
0: Yeah, that could be uh, definitely the an five-man
1: option. ladder match for the. Uh, yeah.
0: And I'm sure. At least three or four of the members of the Hurt Business are going to show up in the Rumble itself, anyways. So.
1: They could, yeah. Well, wait, well, do they have to do they have to qualify, or are they good?
0: Maybe since they hold titles, okay. the three of them can qualify. But MVP MVP
1: might not needs be to right. qualify.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but let's move on. Jeff Hardy is taking on Jackson Riker. Uh So nothing special here. Nothing but, special. Uh, <laughs> so they're fighting. Hardy goes up. He's ready to hit the Swanton. But Elias just knocks him down, so DQ. But Riker's mad at Elias now. But Elias is like, "Come on, man! Nobody kicks out of the Swanton bomb." Riker's like, "I
1: could have, but
0: anyways." I'm sure people have.
1: Yeah, it's that's, that's not true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But either way, uh, I'm glad Riker doesn't get the win. So yeah,
1: this is like below mid card, right? Like whatever this <laughs> yeah. is.
0: I don't know. It's uh, it's yeah, it's doing nothing. It's doing nothing.
1: Sub card. <laughs>
0: But let's go to the main event. Oscar taking on Alexa Bliss in a non-title match. Uh this uh I think this is the first time we've seen this version of Alexa wrestle.
1: Yeah, so uh, ex- yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, so she's doing her, you know, she's laughing, she's posing, she's smiling. Uh Oscar's nailing her with some stiff strikes, but then in the middle of the match, the lights start to shut down. And then we go to break and we come back. And Bliss has changed into her, her her more sinister version with the the black lipstick, the chun li buns on her hair. But anyways, the match continues. Bliss is more serious now, and Oscar's uh, keeps going after her, but she's freaked out when Alexa does the whole Wyatt upside down in the corner thing. And...
1: <laughs> the whole upside down <laughs> corner thing.
0: Uh, yeah. So she just stares at her, and then she pulls out her hand, with the fingers. She's ready to do the manable claw on Asuka, but uh. Oscar avoids it, hits Bliss with a big right hand, and uh, she just, this big flurry of strikes, but then finally Alexa catches her with a vicious sister Abigail. Gets a three count. So Bliss has pinned the Raw Woman's Champion. She must be shooting up the ranks for, uh, potential title contenders Well, I mean is she allowed in the rumble uh <laughs> she declared herself in the rumble so
1: so this is odd you declare yourself for the rumble and then you beat the champion I would think you're like no just I'm gonna just take the belt from you then I don't even I don't even need to go in the rumble uh because like I clearly just beat you yeah th- I guess
0: she could do both maybe she'll beat Oscar, win the rumble and then challenge Sasha
1: Oh my god! Not this again! I mean, again. it's possible. Not perhaps. not the du- not double belts again. Can we just have one fucking? R- I mean, Asuka still has a double fucking, belt. Yeah. Can we just go like one month without there being a double belt situation? Did Charlotte
0: and Asuka even hang out? No, they, they weren't even they in won the won fucking. Belts, ring at they don't even the hang out. Time today. They have two completely different stories. Yeah. Going so, on,
1: so so the 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 current women's double champ. Just got pinned (laughs) in what kind of felt like a squash match, uh, or rather um, an opportunity opportunity where Asuka has never been so outmatched.
0: Yeah, she's definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've
1: ever seen Asuka lose this kind of decisively.
0: Yeah, and maybe that does put over the superpowers that Bliss has now. That sister Abigail looked pretty vicious.
1: Yeah, no, it looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. But uh yeah, I, there's a lot there's a lot going on here with uh the Fiendiverse. And mm-hmm. uh we I, I just hope we don't I just hope we don't fly too close to the sun.
0: Well, we'll see. She gets the win and then she stares into the camera and we get the quick little Wyatt cut transition. She transforms back into happy playground Alexa celebrates. And uh, then at the very end, she just looks at the camera and says, "Let me in," in Bray's voice.
1: Yeah, the people there at the uh, at the Thunderdome must have been in for quite a show. We got two uh, we got two costume changes, uh, I guess. We because we went there and <laughs> then we went
0: back. Mm-hmm. And that was your main roster.
1: Yeah, that was the main well, I mean we're calling it the main roster, but at least I'll call it Monday Night Raw. That's the that's the at <laughs> least thing I'll call it. But uh Mike, yeah. I think it's time we take a quick break.
0: Let's take a break, come back, and do the second.
1: And we'll take and come back and do the exact <laughs> same thing. We'll talk about the exact same episode of SmackDown. The exact same episode. Uh. And we're talking Wednesdays, baby. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a break. Part two of the podcast here, folks. We're back uh, with the Wednesday. Mike, how are those Leafs doing?
0: Ah, uh, they're winning so far. I mean, okay. more than they're losing. What's the? Uh, a,
1: that's good. To, that's good information, right?
0: Yeah, there was a screw job last night. Of course, no terrible fooling. refereeing. No phantom fooling. call. Okay, yeah. uh, I guess. Uh, I guess
1: against the Leafs' favor then.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Edmonton player tripped his own teammate, but the ref. Said it was our player. Really? Ah. You can't challenge that. It's not like football, but you can challenge a penalty. Have they
1: not, uh, have they not instituted the challenge yet in uh, hockey? Only
0: for goals. You can challenge goals, but not penalties.
1: Okay. I think that's uh, that's an important addition. It should be. I think it should. Because that's, that's pretty much like the biggest thing. Uh, I mean, you know, when it comes to the NBA's coaches challenge, that is the biggest part. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, yeah, speaking of NBA, what do you think the Raptors need to do?
1: Uh, Who the heck? Just start winning games.
0: (laughs) Well, of course. I think that's
1: what what it comes down to it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's what we all want. Uh, I mean, you know.
1: Win games and get Bradley Beal. That's what we need to do.
0: (laughs) I mean, if they can reach 500, that'll get you, like, the eighth spot. 500
1: will get you into the play-in tournament for... Yeah, it'll uh, get you in. The Eastern Conference, so I think that's exactly where we need to be.
0: Uh they keep winning French fries, though. Oh yeah, they keep getting you your game. fries. Every single, I can't even get them. There's too many. There's too many fries. I can't eat that much. <laughs> so what's
1: the uh, what's what's the
0: quantity needed? Twelve three pointers. Yeah, that happens in a. And I think they've done that every single game so far.
1: Yeah, I bet that. Ha- I bet every team does that <laughs> in every game.
0: Because it doesn't. Yeah. Like maybe 15 years ago it would be harder, but now three pointers. Oh like yeah, like s- well, six years
1: ago it would have been uh, it would have been damn near impossible.
0: Yeah, and then Steph Curry <laughs> Thanks, showed up Steph and everyone's Curry. like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> son of a bitch, son of a bitch." But uh, either way, though, sports are back. Uh, footballs. Uh, I'm rooting for the Buffalo Bills. They're basically Canada's football team, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean well, yeah, the Leafs of the, of the NFL. I'm rooting for them. The cl- yeah, one of the closest I I teams. That. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you're a Dolphins fan. Who are you rooting for in this final four? Uh,
1: I'm sort of, I, I, yeah, I I don't really have I don't have a horse in this race. So go
0: Bills. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say go Kansas City. What? Why? Uh, yeah, I mean I really have that no horse. Just like because. The easy choice. Just to see Patrick Mahomes get better, to keep doing well, better. You know, see I see would... that
0: scary moment last game when he got knocked loopy.
1: I got knocked. Hey, it's that's football, baby.
0: It's football. But, I mean, hey, that that's could be... Football, that's football, baby. If he misses the game, then, hey, Buffalo Bills are all of a sudden wide open. They could be. That's entirely true. I don't true. think he's missing the game.
1: But, Mike, before we get to our Wednesday uh, night, before we get to our second half, uh, let's just throw in a little second half segment. I think we should. Uh, so, we're going to play a little I forgot, I forgot That You Existed. I
2: Forgot That You Existed. You thought that they would make you really-
0: just Vince. yes let us pay quick tribute to uh some of those performers that they're still around you know a lot of these ones they're not even hurt they're just for whatever reason not getting put on television
2: mm-hmm.
0: so let's just get right into it with uh this guy's pretty much been wasted for the last two years or so now uh alistair black he was drafted to SmackDown months ago, and I don't think we've seen him once since uh, that draft, and even before that, his whole eye patch thing going with Kevin Owens. And
1: well, I think yeah. we, I think we haven't seen much of him certainly since uh, Zelina Vega also left. That was kind of like a uh, you know a two. Yeah, she
0: thing. got released uh, mm-hmm. right around the same time as the draft, and if that has something to do with it, why not just get rid of Black as well himself? Because I think uh, you and I would both love seeing him show up in the All Elite circle that'd be fit. certainly do damage there oh
1: my my god he'd be part of one of those just super kick slappity parties i love those things
0: yeah oh fuck that'd be great but in the meantime uh alistair black i miss you he had so much potential so much talent yeah i wonder what's uh, next for i guess him. i guess though like we say royal rumble season if there's ever a time to bring someone back why not then
1: why not yeah just save it for this point why not?
0: But anyways, let's jump over to another brand. All Elite Wrestling. Uh, we all know the women's division is not where we want it to be. But someone we haven't seen in a long time was the first ever champion of AEW women. Uh, we're talking about Riho. Where's she been? Yeah, I, I wonder she what she her deal Japan. is.
1: I wonder <laughs> if uh, certainly all of all, all the uh, all those performers who. Like the, she lives in Japan or something, right? And yeah, was- I'm
0: sure that's the reason why. It's just uh, you know your your inaugural champ hasn't been seen or heard from from like a year. Even before the pandemic, I feel like she kind of disappeared a little bit. Well, Nyla Rose won. And as then- soon
1: as Nyla Rose won, it was almost like, hey, okay, like we're done with you.
0: Yeah. Anyways, just wanted to show her up. Uh, and let's do a couple more uh, from NXT. You know, I thought these two were picking up steam a little while ago. Had some storyline going on, but uh, Aliyah and Robert Stonebrand. Where's the Robert Stonebrand? The been?
1: Robert Stonebrand. Well, you know, I mean, how do you recover from the devastating, <laughs> the devastating injury of being run over by a remote control car?
0: You can't. Yeah. Well, I think the last time we saw him, remember they briefly had Mercedes Martinez with them. And then she had that cage match with Ripley and then Stone was like hanging from the top of the cage.
1: Oh, yeah, glimpses. That bad. was a while ago though, now. But see, I feel like anything Robert Stonebrand for me is overshadowed with that one where he was supposed to be like drunk or <laughs> oh, something. Yeah. Remember he had like his whole, like you know, his glasses are on sideways, yeah. his ties undone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either Did way, he throw up? I just Didn't wonder he vomit? where they've been. I think he did vomit.
1: I think so. I think vomit that, in the ring. Yeah, I think he vomited in the ring. Yeah. Nims. See, that's what yeah. I'm remembering Robert Stone for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's gone. Uh, anyways, let's give you one last one here, please. Uh, sticking with NXT, uh, it's been crazy. I think this is the longest we've ever gone without an incident because the NXT parking lot.
2: <laughs> what's
0: how? Uh, what's happened? There's. It's been safe for months now. It feels like. They must have they must have gotten some of those Google
1: Nest cameras, you know, and kind of like placed them around the facade. Maybe they put a fence up like like a gate fence, you know, so you have to get like you have to kind of punch in a number. Yeah. To get in there, you're right because the NXT parking lot for a, it felt like a year was uh, like all of 2020 was just the like most dangerous Every week
0: without incident. The most dangerous <laughs> place in the professional wrestling universe. Yeah. But uh, you know, I guess maybe they did. Listen, maybe they stepped up the security. Uh, got a couple of those nests, like you said. And <laughs> went from there. They're watching on their iPad, sitting in their little comfy chairs. Yeah,
1: yeah. Things. Hunter and Sean are sitting at, <laughs> hu- you know, and they're watching their iPads, checking the security footage, making sure. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Making sure it's all okay. But that's it. That's all for this. That was fantastic. Forgot you existed. That was fantastic. Yeah. I uh, the, I had forgotten. To the ones that didn't make the list, they're even more forgotten. That's even worse.
1: Yeah. Oh, to not make the list of being <laughs> forgotten to have existed—that's a whole yeah. thing. Uh, I did have more. I just oh, of course, it. of course. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in these companies, right? It's yeah. uh, it's gonna happen. Uh, and that was fantastic, Mike. That was fantastic. But while we're on the subject of the aforementioned very much parking lot. <laughs> uh, let's just kick right over to NXT.
0: NXT. Um, what does it mean? But um, I don't know, but, but it's but but good boom, wrestling. Boom, so NXT. But um, watch and see how um,
1: to tap, how count, how to so Because boom, um, not only boom, 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 is it Adam Cole's, does Adam Cole call this the main roster, but we have Dusty Road Tag Team Classic matches.
0: Yeah, we're promised some good action tonight. Both Dusty Cups. We got a fight pit. We got lots of stuff
1: coming. We got a fight pit, all right.
0: (laughs) But let's start off with uh, tag team. First round Dusty Cup men's action. I don't know. I said that like backwards.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you did, but that's okay. Right? Because we are getting both the men and the women's uh, Dusty Road uh, tournaments.
0: Yeah. So uh, we got Leon Ruff teaming with Kushida to take on the Way. Of course, Gargano in theory. A uh, good match here, solid opener, some nice high-flying moves. Uh, pretty much all these guys could qualify for the cruiserweight division, but they're too good for it. So mm-hmm. they're here. Maybe not Austin Theory. but uh, Anyways, Kushida, Johnny, they have got a good back and forth going on. Uh, Kushida hits this really cool suplex where he puts like both of Gargano's hands behind his back and suplexes him down, holds it into a bridge, and gets a three count. So nice big win here for Kushida and Leon Ruff.
1: Yeah, it really was. I don't. I don't know if the Kush uh, the team of Kushida and Ruff are really gonna gonna go that far in the tournament. I still think that uh, Kushida and uh, Johnny Gargano. That's that's kind of like our next match.
0: North American title. Yeah. I think
1: that's gonna be it. I'm not sure if there is a takeover coming up, but uh, whenever. Uh...
0: February 13th, 14th. Right, oh, on I the think 14th. We, Valentine's right. Day, we talked about
1: Right, this. we did yeah. talk about this. Okay, we, uh, the unnamed, uh, but probably Valentine-themed yeah. uh, uh, takeover.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think there's time for, uh, so Kushida and Ruff, they move to the next round. They can lose sometime, and then Kushida can jump to Gargano, and we'll be in time for Valentine's
1: Exactly, they already <laughs> hate each other. so.
0: Yeah, so we can still do both, uh, hopefully. Uh, then we move to singles action, carrying Cross taking on Ashanti the Adonis. Uh, I think we know what's going to happen here. Just a quick, easy squash win for Cross when he hits his uh, elbow to the back of the head, which I don't like as a finisher.
1: You don't like that one?
0: I don't know. Maybe it's just the way he does it. Hmm. It just looks a little weak to me.
1: Yeah, I'm, I think I'm fine with it.
0: I don't know. Yeah. yeah I mean, hey. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, it's better than the Dustin Bulldog. Anything is better than that.
1: Oh, that's like an an official finisher. <laughs> now, I was watching this video the other day of – it was all the AEW – it was two different videos, the female superstars and the male superstars. All of their – every single um, move they used to as a finisher in a match. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like every single one-winged angel. It would just be one – a single one-winged angel, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they included the running bulldog – and it was, like, a version of it I hadn't... It was, like, in a match I hadn't seen before. I was like, oh, my God, there's unseen footage of Dustin Rhodes winning. So
0: there's, like, a third time he did it, He's
1: he. I think this is his new finisher.
0: Yeah, well, I've seen him do it twice now on Dynamite, but... Yeah, I mean that's what I don't <laughs> Isn't like. Isn't that it. funny? It's it's not good. It's, it's not. Good. It is funny.
1: Um, but what Karrion Cross <laughs> needs right now is, I think, uh, fighting worthy opponents. You know, more than yeah, a couple, more than a couple suplexes and take the win because I think out of those few times that we got to see it, we know that he can do more than, you know, the the Goldberg squash.
0: Yeah, he's very much just kind of floating right now. Yeah, yeah. So let's float, float. to Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, but let's move on here. Lucha House Party is taking on Imperium. Uh, at this point, Lucha House Party might as well just join NXT. They've just been.
1: They're getting. They're getting screen time.
0: Speaking of floaters, they've been floating around a lot. But uh, hey, they're pretty good teams. So uh, fun little clash of styles here: the Luchas versus the British British style. Uh, I think at one point, Lucha House Party hit this cool like drop kick into Code Red Destroyer move. Uh, Imperium put up a good fight, but they just can't handle all the flips. Lindsay Dorado hits a shooting star press, gets a three count. But uh, then after the match, Alexander Wolf makes his return and salutes with his Imperium brothers. So We're now back to three quarters full. But I don't think Walter's
1: coming I, over. I don't think so. Walter's coming over, which <laughs> stinks. It's almost like, uh, you know, maybe it's just until the inevitable uh, reunion can happen.
0: Yeah. Because uh, I think Walter's over there. He's still, yeah, like 700 days as champ or something. I'm sure. I, wonder
1: uh, I wonder if he's I wonder if he's beaten that, uh, whatever. Because I think Pete Dunne held it for also like an exorbitant amount of time.
0: Yeah, they both were definitely in the 600s. I don't know if he's. Either way he will beat it. I'm
1: uh sure. oh it appears oh we're 19 days away from Walter overpassing Peter Doon's 685 day rain.
0: Yeah, he's going to do it. Yeah,
1: he'll do it. He could go
0: for 1000 at this point.
1: It sort of seems like it, right? Like
0: why not? I no, wonder who's...
1: and uh, yeah, I wonder if uh maybe maybe one day we'll fantasy book uh a non-COVID era. <laughs> And what would have happened? Would he have lost it by now? Who who the f- would he have moved over to NXT? Fucking Walter, well, Carey, and Cross. Walter and Keith Lee be, is the match. I mean, I
0: want Walter to come over. Walter, I Keith Lee
1: it. is the match that we don't deserve yet. <laughs> yeah. We are not. We do not deserve what that would be in the ring.
0: Yeah, but he will. Uh, he will come eventually. He has to. He's yeah. so good. I think he's also. And I think it's
1: easy. Well, I think he's also only like, yeah, early 30s. So, you know, he still has that time.
0: Yeah, and the fact that we don't watch NXT UK means his title reign can just easily rack up the days we don't even know. Yeah,
1: that's a good point, yeah.
0: It's like I only watch him wrestle twice a year, so so hey, <laughs> thousand days, do it. Go Book for it. it. Uh, but then we go back to the stage. William Regal introduces us to Beth Phoenix, who cuts a nice little promo to welcome us to the first ever NXT Women's Dusty Cup. Uh, she just kind of goes over some of the legendary women. It performed at NXT and started this whole women's revolution that really did change wrestling forever, at least in North America.
1: Yeah, it did.
0: When it comes to women. Uh, so yeah, let's get into this. The women's Dusty Rhodes Classic. Uh, eight teams in this bracket instead of 16, but you know, the division's smaller, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we kick off with Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, who we can call Team KC if you want. You are. You love Kansas City. <laughs> I don't know. They're, uh, taking on Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm, so a uh, bit of a size mismatch as Casey has got to be one of the smallest women wrestlers in history.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> so, saying like, something. Like they're all, th- they're all pretty tiny, small. but
0: she is extra small. Uh, and Mercedes herself is damn tall, so big mismatch there. But uh, Team KC, they've been teaming for a few months now, so. Got some experience working together. We get a good little match here. Caden's uh, got Tony locked in a submission when Io Shirai appears at ringside and attacks Mercedes, just getting some revenge for the past couple weeks. Uh, the ref didn't see it; he was busy in the ring. So Team KC take advantage. Carter slams Tony with this cool twisting leg lock, and then Casey Catanzaro hits one of the craziest moves I've ever seen. I'll just say that I don't even know what I'll call it—a phoenix senton.
1: Okay, Is, yeah, I was almost—I was almost going to call it a fucking uh, a backwards arrow. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean it basically was like
0: an inverted black arrow. Uh, yeah, she jumped backwards, did a twisting backflip, landed like in a senton thing. It was insane. I've never seen that move in my life. Which you know, when you've been watching wrestling this long, it's That's hard saying to say. Something. Uh, so that was insane. That gets the big win, the big upset win, I'd say, for Casey and Kaden. And uh, I really like it.
1: Yeah. You know, the old the old coming out party for, uh, you know, two people working. Tony Storm. I mean, certainly um, Mercedes Martinez uh, and Tony Storm. I feel like we haven't seen Tony Storm much that much lately or at least winning. Uh, yeah. So, you know, but, hey, two new people. That's fine. I do want to go back to what you said earlier, just right before the match. Mercedes Martinez, certainly, you know, much larger. Uh, She's 5'7". So um, <laughs> That's funny. she's an inch. She's short, honestly she's an inch shorter than I am, and
0: uh, about. five If you had asked me to guess, I would have said like six. Feet. Like oh,
1: six four. <laughs>
0: nope. It seems like doesn't. She seem like she's like tall, but I guess because the women are so. Damn I think small. it's because the rest of them are five one. That yeah, yeah, she does tower over. Like she seems like she seems like she's like Baron Corbin's height when she's against the women, you know.
1: Okay, uh, Rhea Ripley, how tall? <laughs>
0: Well, now that you've told me this 5'7 thing, I'm going to say Ripley's, like, 5'6". Five, 5'7". Five, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's fun. fun yeah, to know. I wonder
1: if they uh, have, like, two different camera heights. They have, like, men's division <laughs> camera heights, and the right below it is, like, you know, it's, like, a better angle to get them. Uh... Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny. Like, some women, like, when they hit the ropes, like, their shoulder blades are, like, touching the top rope. They can barely, like...
1: Casey Catanzaro don't even run the ropes Casey Catanzaro is five <laughs> feet So there you go yeah. So yeah Mercedes Martinez is tower over her
0: Yeah Like that yeah. is
1: a big seven inches I really like it too We've seen it We see it now Especially in uh, the ta- Anytime there's a women's tag match Because like a, a, Like the male division When they're holding on To that little rope And they're trying to like Reach over you know, for the hot tag, and they're trying to give that reach, but, like, when Alexa Bliss does it, she has to kind of, like, get on the bottom rope to lean <laughs> yeah. over the top rope uh, because I'm her shoulder blades do not come up that high.
0: No. Yeah, like, when she... Or if she does reach over the top rope, she has to, like, stand on the middle rope to get her <laughs> arm over... It's wild, eh? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but that's the way it is, you know? Universal height. Uh, does the WNBA, do they lower their rims?
1: They no, same rims. Why, uh, same rims. That's why. Same rims? That's why we. why dunking such a big that's deal? That's why we. Yeah, that's why dunking such a big deal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, either way, yeah, I like this match. Casey Canzaro. That was a crazy move. Way to go. Crazy. Uh, let's move on. Tyler Rust, who's floating around, kind of. He's got Bal- Malcolm Bivens in his corner, uh, taking on Bronson Reed. And Reed's got this vest with this cityscape, which looks kind of cool, but. Across the shoulder is this cheesy-looking Godzilla thing. I didn't like that.
1: Who the heck knows?
0: Do you have any thoughts on this vest?
1: Nah, I'm uh, I'm nah. neither here nor there. Nor okay. there.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's not much to this match. They even cut away in the middle of it all to show Eo and Tony fighting backstage. So maybe that's your direction for Tony Storm, a little title feud hmm. with Io. Uh, but then back in the ring, Bronson Reed hits the tsunami, gets the win.
1: No, why not? Yeah, uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, um, Bronson <laughs> Reed. I feel like he had a good little push around. There was that North American te- North American ladder match. Uh, yeah, he kind of got a nice yeah, little push was... around there, and we've sort of cooled off a little bit. Who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows? There's a is, lot of uh, shit
1: going on on this uh, n- well, on this NXT roster. Well, with the, the fewer call ups we get, the less pe- the, you know, the more people there is going to be kind of like hanging around.
0: Yeah, not everyone can uh, be going for championships. But let's talk about the Cruiserweight Champion. Santos Escobar comes out with his cartel, just putting himself over, cutting a promo. So Lucha House Party come out, they interrupt, but it's three against two. So Kurt Stallion, uh, who apparently is from 205 Live, comes out to help Lucha House Party, and they all fight.
1: More Lucha, (laughs) baby! More Lucha! (laughs) Yeah,
0: at this point, just... They're NXT, it seems like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like it, yeah. Uh, and Kalisto just disappeared once he quit the group. Poor guy. That's another forgot you existed. <laughs> oh, well, let's move on to a, uh, well, before we start the main event, a possible new category for 2021 shooties. Ooh, uh, late the on Maybe me. The, best, the best ring announcer.
1: Okay, okay. The ring I announcer. I like that. I like that.
0: Uh, because unfortunately, I forget this woman's name, but uh, you know the black woman—I'll call her that—on <laughs> NXT, the ring announcer. She's been around for a little while, but I love her enthusiasm. She's great, as she uh, says, "Welcome to the fight pit," uh, and that's what we have—the fight pit. That's our main event. Fight Timothy pit, Thatcher. Fight pit. Fight pit. Fight pit. Two two men enter. Uh, everyone leaves, but one men's one win. One man wins. Timothy Thatcher or Tommaso Ciampa, who's gonna be? Uh, and the first fight pit—that was we had crowds for the first fight pit, right? Yes. Okay, so because I couldn't remember, because this time was the entrance the same? Where they like they took this big set of stairs up to the roof? Was that how it worked last time, or did they start in the ring? I couldn't remember. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't remember now that we're thinking about it. Oh, yeah, I'd have to, yeah, we'd have to go back.
0: Either way, in case you need a quick reminder of the rules, uh, the decision must happen within the pit. There's no pinfalls, only submission or KO to win, Uh, and they start right off on the top of the pit, uh, just on those thin platforms, you know, they're slamming each other into the guardrails, they slug it out for a bit, eventually Thatcher's hanging off the edge, Ciampa stomps on his hands, knocks him down to the pit, Ciampa jumps down after him and they just start beating each other around, slamming into the cage wall, using it as a weapon, you know, just like a big running knee I think Ciampa yeah, knees Thatcher's head right against the cage wall. Uh Thatcher starts working over Chompa's fingers. At one point he just grabs him and just slams him straight down into the mat. Uh Ciampa does a good job selling all that. Uh I think Thatcher's in control when Chompa kicks him in the balls, but it's all legal here in the fight pit. It's all legal, baby. <laughs> Uh, and then a very innovative spot is the ref goes down to check on Thatcher. Uh, Ciampa uses the referee for leverage like he were the middle rope and hits the Willow's Bell to Thatcher off of the ref. That was pretty cool. Uh, but it doesn't end the match as Thatcher gets up to beat the count of ten. Uh, Champa grabs him. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, so Thatcher gets up. Ciampa grabs him, and then he just drives Thatcher's skull right into the stiff part of the cage in between, you know, where they connect. Uh, And then he hits the fairy tale ending, locks him in a sleeper, but somehow Thatcher still gets back up to fight. He grabs Ciampa and then he just picks him up, wedges him in the corner between the cage walls. So he's all tangled up like a pretzel and Thatcher applies a stretch muffler and Tommaso's got nowhere to go, so he has to tap out. Thatch man wins!
1: And and a a tap out is the only, I think, way to end... Like a tap out or a knockout are kind of yeah. like the two ways to end the fight pit. Like you're not going to have a fight pit submission match. The fight pit should just always end in a submission. Because it is that it is that kind of match exactly.
0: Yeah, the Thatch Man specialty. He's 2-0 and o in the fight pit. He's awesome.
1: He And he needed to win it. This was, yeah, just like the, the best possible booking decision, I think, too.
0: Yeah, keep it. This is Thatcher's thing. Uh make him and be like his undertaker streak. He can hold it for a while.
1: Exactly. You hold a little streak <laughs> in this little thing that means a lot to you.
0: Yeah. Um and, to, uh, to close off yeah.
1: a great episode of NXT.
0: Yeah, and I think afterwards, Thatcher, he gave Chomp a little brief nod of respect
1: yes, after the crazy. Of course, battle. there needs to be respect between yeah. uh the two men. You know what, Mike? I was just so I'm on Wikipedia right now on the list of WWE personnel. Page right where um, before we would always you know when they do the draft it's always like two, it'll be like three draft picks for Raw and then two to SmackDown and those sorts mm-hmm. of things and if you look on the page uh, of people within the company the NXT list is fucking huge because it includes literally every single person that's on NXT although we only see you know kind of like the the little the little section of them that are kind of at the top. Of NXT, so there's a shitload of people um, down here in NXT. And then I see this name under the women's division, Gigi Dolan? Gigi Dolan. Gigi Dolan, Mike. I don't know if you know about this, but on January 20th, 2021, NXT announced they signed Priscilla Kelly and would be competing under the name of Gigi Dolan. This literally happened yesterday, and I heard nothing of
0: this. (laughs) Yeah, I think they signed like three people and they all got new names. Did you ca- uh, did you
1: catch this uh yesterday?
0: Uh I think so. I d I kinda just glossed over the couple names there. Oh, okay. There was three. No,
1: I fuck I fucking uh, uh I missed this whole thing.
0: Yeah. Uh um, that's wild. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I'm trying to see who are the other two. I can't remember now. But uh Baba.
2: That's all so that's Gigi a- Dolan.
0: That's all I gotta uh, say. We also have Cora Jade, formerly known as the Elana Black. And uh, Zoe Stark, who is Lacey Ryan, if you know any of those names. I don't know. They both are from other companies. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Anyways, it sounds like uh, three women, though, just to further bolster the already super strong division. The
1: strength. The strength.
0: That'll be cool. Cool to see. But uh, shall we move right along to the other side?
1: Let's move right along because, of course, if there's there, there, there we need two sides in a war or else it's just a bunch of people standing on, on a field for no reason. So let's get <laughs> to the other side of that war. We're talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW. All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. Woo!
0: Uh, We start off the show with the Dark Order coming out. Uh, They got Negative One with them because it's his birthday. They're here to celebrate. They got a cake. Uh, Brody Jr. is there sitting on Ten's shoulders. Adam Silver cuts a promo saying, Adam Page is going to be the newest recruit. And he leads everyone in the crowd along in singing Happy Birthday. But then Luther and Sir Pentacle come out to interrupt him. Cut a heel promo on negative one saying they're going to ruin his birthday. So the other members of Dark Order jump in and attack them. uh, Then the Hybrid 2 come out to get involved. So Hangman Adam Page says, fuck it. He comes out, hits a huge running dive off the stage. He got massive massive distance there. Huge, yeah. (laughs) Just taking out a pile of men on the floor. Uh, Eventually we get everything sorted out because uh, this is supposed to be a match. So we got Dark Order with Hangman Page taking on TH2, Luther, and Serpentico, who are called the Chaos Project, apparently.
1: Yeah, they've been called that this whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just don't... <laughs> oh, you don't
1: see the chaos? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're not very threatening to me. But uh, fun match. Everyone's getting their spots in. Hangman, you know, continues to show good chemistry with the Dark Order. Uh, Luther and Cabana, they're fighting all their way up to the top of the stage. Luther goes to power bomb cabana through the table with the cake on it, but uh Brody smacks him in the back with a kendo stick, Brody Jr. So Colt slams Luther down onto the cake. The cake's ruined, but Brody doesn't care. He's laughing at Luther, so it's all good. Uh back in the ring, Silver and Reynolds, they just hit their patented, just amazing combo where they do a bunch of moves with the new seamless addition of a buckshot lariat from Page, right in the middle of it all. The amazing combo gets them the win. Uh, and then afterwards, Negative One smacks Serpentico in the head with a kento stick and then tells the other members of Dark Order, my birthday was three days ago, you idiot. And then they hand him some papers and he tosses them at Serpentico like his father would. So. <laughs> Fun little thing. Ten picks them up and they walk away. They're posing. So nice. Another nice little moment for him. Of
1: course. And anything involving Brody Lee Jr. will always be meant for fun. So that's like thumbs up.
0: Yeah. And, Everyone's going to play along. Have a good time.
1: And everything. Uh, I do have to say, though, um, we need a leader. The dark we need a leader. Uh, need a leader.
0: I think we can all agree. And so John Silver gets on the mic uh praises adam page he's like, you're amazing man you're so good uh the moment we've all been waiting for adam and he gets down on one knee like he's gonna propose says will you join the dark order so the hangman thinks for a moment he's a little conflicted but he says i i can't but they planned a celebration and it goes off prematurely <laughs> the video screen says he said yes confetti cannons are shooting off they're dan- these dark order dancers just start coming out, but they usher them to the back.
1: Somebody comes I out in laughing. like a horse costume, I think, at one point. I don't yeah. know if
0: you saw that. Yeah, and they turn it was just funny. They turn them all around. They're like, No, no, get back. So uh, Paige tells Silver, you know, I had so much fun with you guys. It's been a great I tried to put this off, but you forced me into it. I've done the group thing before and it didn't end well for me, so you know, I'm I'm so sorry. And he just starts to walk away, and the crowd boos. Silver says, "Adam, no!" And Paige just grabs a bottle of whiskey out of Stu's hand and walks back on his own. So, oh man, I really wanted this. I wanted him to join.
1: Yeah, I felt uh, you yeah, know it would have been fun, but maybe uh, maybe Hangman turning down the Dark Order was more predictable <laughs> I think than it's we a long thought. Game.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a long game, but uh. You know, Dark Order are definitely baby faces now and probably for all rest of life so.
1: And for all man could be that new leader. And for all the rest of time. Uh yeah. Mike, I mean if we have to guess I'm I'm going to say it. You know who I think, you know who I think will and should be the next leader of the Dark Order? Adam Silver? No.
0: Oh wait. <laughs> John <laughs> You Silver. mean a combination?
1: What Is that John Silver standing on Adam <laughs> I Reynolds' know, yeah, shoulders? Well, I think I in just... the big Brody Lee uh, yeah. jacket? No, no. I think it does need to be. We don't need an outside hire. We can yeah. use somebody who's strong. Uh, I got to give it to Preston Vance, number ten.
0: Uh, number ten. I, I
1: think he. I think he could have potential. You know, to be a, a guy. We see him on Dark. Um, I mean,
0: he's he's Brody Jr.'s favorite. We know that. I
1: think, and it just sort of feels as though, um, hey, you know, maybe instead of getting somebody on the outside to bring them up, why not just hire from within? And uh, I think uh, Preston Vance, number 10, could be that new guy.
0: Well, uh, you make a good case. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see. That's just my, uh, just just throwing it on the shoot meter. Just throwing it on the shoot yeah. meter. Just- no,
0: either way... I'm I think currently Dark Order can do no wrong. No, it's, uh, yeah, they're just they so much fun. So much fun. Ooh,
1: right and on being the elite, of course, we did have the uh, the the beer pong, I guess white claw pong, um, <laughs> final for that being the elite championship. Where uh, mm-hmm. our champion, uh, the Mustard Man, John Silver, taking on his best friend—some might say—we're not talking about Chucky e. T. We're talking about Adam Reynolds, Ad- Alex <laughs> Reynolds. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I know. I got you saying. Now you got I me saying. I got now you have Adam
1: me from. worried. Now you have me saying. I it. think
0: I combined Hangman with. Yeah, something like that. And after
1: a <laughs> grueling game of beer pong or white claw pong, I should say that they were using a <laughs> bottle cap to use the ball. They didn't have which i thought would have been just crazy to begin with of course um the mustard man uh mr hot dog john uh, johnny john john boy silver retains johnny hungy. <laughs>
0: yeah retains. Johnny, johnny hungy retains uh he's got uh, having quite a run with this belt isn't in he in
1: what is still i mean we see more competition for the being the elite championship than we do for the ftw championship uh And the United States (laughs) Championship put together. So so there you have it. That's all I got to say.
0: Well, thank you for the update. Of course. Uh, Let's go back to the ring where Darby Allen and his uh, his mentor, I guess, Sting, come out. Because Sting's got something to say. He tells Darby, you remind me of me, and uh, I like it. You're a phenomenal wrestler, so congrats on being our TNT champion, but... You know, I wasn't here to interfere. I was just here to make sure Darby's got a straight shot when he's in his match for the TNT belt. And then Taz interrupts and him and Team Taz appear on the screen, cutting a promo about the match last week, saying you guys fight dirty. And He calls him out. He wants to take it to the streets. Darby says, careful what you wish for. What you wish for, it might just happen. So uh this looks like street fight.
1: Yeah, this uh, this didn't really land with me. Um just like in I think t- Sting's fighting with Darby. In terms of setting up a street fight, yeah, this um I still feel like this for me it, le- it feels like it's been still like many weeks of no payoff. Uh nobody saying any words together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're just know. all to me,
1: talking into a microphone, and then Taz yells back at us. But I got to give it—the um, kid looks just like Taz. I don't know if you kind of, if I, you pick Hook. that up. The uh, hook—is Hook? that his name?
0: I think his name is Hook.
1: Hook, Hook Taz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this makes me believe that Darby and Sting are gonna team up in a cinematic street fight match.
1: But then I wonder against who are the two on the other side? Because it does Taz. Brian Cage. I mean, why wouldn't you pick Cage? I mean, I guess you got to pick Brian Cage and Ricky Starks again? Like, I, either Starks or Powerhouse Hobbs? And it and it's so, and it's so guys. weird because I feel as though if Sting was to come back and he, you know, we saw his return at the beginning of December there at Winter is Coming. Um, clearly there was a plan. Sting's not just walking into the room being like, "Okay, fucking book me however you want." Yeah. Uh, so the fact that he's involved gives me hope, you know, for whatever it might be. But the other guy in my head wants Darby Allen to be taking on other people, like to leave Team Taz alone and, you know, maybe start defending this kind of on a <laughs> regular basis.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, to let the TNT title division grow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, either way, I think Sting has said he's open to doing cinematic matches, so... I think we're gonna get one of those, and then hopefully, yeah, Darby can separate himself and do his own thing.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll have we'll, we'll have <coughs> to see. But uh, yeah, I just keep I keep hoping it happens sooner rather than later.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But then we go to some off location stuff where the young bucks show up at Kenny Omega's beach house, beautiful home. A very this is very be...
1: little uh,
0: stuff in it.
1: <laughs> it almost yeah, looks like a-, a porn home. <laughs>
0: Uh, so they show up and they're greeted by Michael Nakazawa, who appears to be working now as Kenny's assistant. Well, yeah, after, Uh, after
1: he missed, uh, after he missed, uh, catching Kenny on that, uh, TopeCon hero, um, yeah, you you just, you need to be the guys. You, you, you owe him something. Yeah,
0: he had to pay him back. Yeah, somehow. He welcomes them in, uh, they go inside and they find an oil painting. Of just super muscular. Kenny Omega and Don Callis posing. Very well done. Good piece of art. Uh, but the Young Bucks are pissed off. They're mad at Don for being humiliated last week. Getting yanked from that tag match at the last minute. Uh, and they want to talk to Kenny. But Don says he's not here today. And uh, they came, They changed Kenny's phone number as well. So you're not going to be able to reach him. Uh, and then Callis has Nakazawa take... Alex Marvez, who's following them around with the cameraman, he has them removed, taken to the dungeon. They put the camera down, but then we still see what's going on as Don makes an offer to the Young Bucks, writes them a check to buy them out. Uh, He wants to keep Kenny all to himself, but they're insulted by the checks, and you know they say, we used to work for the company that you're vice president of. We know these checks are no good. They rip them up, and they just start to pound away on Don as we cut away
1: just uh, we we just cut away (laughs) yeah yeah i like all this i like all this don Callis. uh he's a great talker he's just so good yeah (laughs) playing the makes it feel very real and this kind of this current this current version of a champion uh i think is great we've had you know i mean what we've had three different champions holding this AEW belt so far and they're all they've all been very different
0: yeah 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 to even, the, yeah, two heels, one baby face. Very, yeah,
1: different. Even, yeah, even within the heels, very different. Like diff- two very different. Very kind. different kinds of guys. So, um, yeah. I, you got to applaud that. And it's fucking Kenny Omega, dog. Like, he's the best. Yeah, I've been loving it. He's the best. It's
0: been, yeah, it's been a great run. Him and Don, the pairing is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to more of them later. But in the meantime, we got Peter Avalon taking on Cody. Uh, and apparently, Mr. Avalon's been killing it on dark. Little five match win streak. The pretty so. Peter
1: Avalon. He didn't have any books, so I guess this is a, new, a this is our new gimmick.
0: Yeah, the librarian's gone. He's got a beautiful robe, the pretty Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh and speaking of Valvinus earlier, he does kind of a Valvinus entrance when he takes off the robe, does a little sexual thrusting, kind of Rick Rude Val Valvinus type of okay. thing. The steamy music is playing okay. in the background. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I think uh yeah, he's on dynamite, so Got him something. Uh, But Cody's not here for laughs. Right off the bell. He hits him with a crossroads immediately. But before he can make the cover, Jade Cargill's music hits and she comes out. So the ref and Cody are both distracted at her. Avalon runs in, kicks Cody hard in the balls. That gives him an advantage for a little bit. Gets him some good offense. But this is dynamite, not dark. So Cody fights back. Locks in the figure four. Uh, And while he's in it, Avalon slaps Cody in the face Cody pulls back to hit him and then Avalon just quickly tap out and loses the
1: match this felt like it was really long is that me was that just me
0: It was longer than I thought Avalon would get that's,
1: yeah like well, that's, I mean that's, that's exactly that's exactly where I was I was like huh this is a lot of TV for and then I was in my back of my mind I was like oh just it's just more Cody it's just an excuse to have more Cody. Yeah. Um, I still don't know where this whole thing with Jade Cargill and this whole Shaq thing. Who knows where that's going?
0: Yeah, I think they mentioned Shaq is going to appear next week or something. Yes, I don't
1: or know. he... No, Cody's responding to Shaq. Oh,
0: so, oh okay.
1: Big <laughs> difference, way, Mikey. I think
0: even at the end of the day, if it finally results in Shaq getting in the ring, it's not going to be that good anyway.
1: Yeah, well, it'll just be that uh, you know that celebrity match, which I think... Um ever since Pat McAfee's introduction to NXT like a new bar has been set for oh, yeah. that the celebrity match.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But uh let's go to John Moxley taking on Camaroto? Uh something like that?
1: I thought it, I, no, I didn't think it was as uh, Yeah, I think it's more like Nick Camarado. I think it was more yeah, like Yeah, maybe that. that's
0: the way I wrote it. I should have wrote it phonetically.
1: <laughs> Nick Camarado. <Camerata. laughs>
0: yeah. John Moxley, camarado, making his Dynamite debut. He's a big fella, but ain't no damn way he's beating Moxley here. So gets a couple moves in. He's uh, he's like a big barrel chested guy like Braun Strowman.
1: Yeah, big motherfucker. I thought th- I thought this was uh just great, hard hitting, and got the point down.
0: Yeah, he looks kind of like Hagrid, I guess. Oh yeah, maybe right? something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I guess it made Moxley look pretty good though. He applies the sleeper hold and puts the big man to sleep. It was like a modified... It was like his bulldog choke with a sleeper. Something I don't know. Like Either way, gets the submission win. And Afterwards, he gets on the mic just saying, it's crazy around here. He can't keep track of who's in what groups and who's aligned, who's from what company. And He calls out Kenny in the Bullet Club because he wants his title back. And then uh, we see Kenny Omega arrive at the arena. Him and his buddy Don Callis. Uh, or no, he goes backstage. He finds his buddy Don. He gets him to remove his glasses. And he sees the big black guy that he's sporting from the Young Bucks beating. Well, we assume? We assume. Kenny wants to know who did it. And he says, Matt and Nick, uh, Alex Marvez tries to get a word in, but they kick the stooge out of the locker room. They used the word stooge a lot this week. I don't know if you
1: <laughs> I didn't, know.
0: Oh, I taught you that word a little while ago. You didn't te- you didn't <laughs> I don't
1: te- Oh no oh yeah you took talk- <laughs> well, was a trivia question. Yeah, okay, what it meant uh, in like the wrestling uh context. Yeah. yeah.
0: Stooge. <laughs> Anyways, uh tag team action here. Matt Seidel teaming up with Top Flight to take on Matt Hardy and Private Party, who uh were on impact this week. Do you want to do a quick impact? We didn't mention anything.
1: Yeah, not I don't think paper. I don't think we're at that point yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were there. <laughs> Uh, Lots of high-flying moves here. Uh, I think later in the match, Hardy, he just he distracts the ref. Isaiah Cassidy nails Dante Martin in the ribs with a chair. And Mark Quinn follows up with a shooting star press to get the three count. So, Private Party, embracing the heel ways that Matt Hardy's been kind of showing them lately.
1: Yeah, Matt Hardy they, kind of in his managerial role now. They're full heel. Um. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, good for them. They got a win here, so... Uh apparently they're the number one contenders in the division. Yeah. F- Climbed up the ranks For
1: rankings. the uh for the impact championships. Uh that's what you're saying. Uh, they're the number one contenders for that.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah, uh, miss, yeah, miss, yeah, right. yes, Queen. Okay, so they're fighting the good brothers.
1: They yeah, so yeah, so they will be fighting the good brothers for the impact belts. I don't know when. Okay. I don't think I heard I missed
0: that detail then. Yeah.
1: That's okay. Either way,
0: whatever. Good for them. That'll be cool. Uh, let's go to some women's action, though. We got legit Layla Hirsch taking on Penelope Ford. And JR tells us Layla is four foot 11. Oh, my if you were God. Wondering. It's
2: even worse. <laughs>
0: I was wondering. And I think that is legally qualified as a uh, midget little person. Really? <laughs> I believe. Okay. You might even be able to get certain benefits for being under that. <laughs> a kind of health benefits. Yeah, like you can park in the handicapped spot. Maybe. You <laughs> never <stuff> know. Like. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Layla Hirsch, Penelope Ford, Penelope showing us she can go, much like her title match against Sheeta last year. I always want to see more Penelope because I think she's really good. And we don't—at least underused. Yeah, we barely ever get to see her fight. But uh, Kip Sabian and Miro—they're on the outside of the ring. They also had Chuck Taylor with them as their butler, which I kind of missed. How did this all—how did he become their butler?
1: It was the result of last week's match. If
0: that was the step,
1: that was the step. If Miro won, then Chuck Taylor would have to be his butler up until uh, the wedding,
0: okay? Yeah, so that's why he, he would was have there, to, being he has butt. to buttle him. Yeah, he was, he was buttling. <laughs> uh, Ford, Penelope, just playing the cocky heel, you know, taking time to kiss Sabian in the middle of moves. But uh, Layla, for her height, she's got some power, just. Flipping her over, uh, she hits a big senton to the floor, she takes out all the men, uh, but she loses focus on Penelope, who hits her with a big boot to the head, and then she covers her for the pin, and Kip Sabian helps her by holding Layla's legs down on the outside. So she gets a three count. Penelope Ford, big win. Big win. You know
1: Penelope Ford herself climbing up those rankings um, for that AEW Women's Championship. She currently sits at number four.
0: Yeah, quietly sneaking up there. I like it a lot. Uh, then I think afterwards, Miro just bullies Chuck some more. And, yeah, just insult Orange Cassidy in the crowd. And they tell him that Miro is his best friend now. So hey, oh,
1: wow. Sorry, that's, hey. that's, that's earth shattering.
0: Uh, we go backstage and the Good Brothers are beating up Penta with the help of Kenny. So he's getting yeah. They, it's not good.
1: It's not good for who? For Penta? <laughs> not or good for, for Penta. Uh...
0: Well, so Penta's beaten up, and uh, that gives us the main event for Beach Break, which they announced, where the Good Brothers are going to team up with Kenny Omega to take on Ray Phoenix, Pac, and Jon Moxley.
1: Yeah, a bit of a weird pairing there. I guess maybe Penta needed a reason to be written out, so we heard him. Yeah, it's like s- yeah there it is. That's coming uh, up in either- two
0: weeks. Yeah, the Beach Break. Yeah. Uh, we got some fun stuff booked for that, so we'll see, but... In the meantime, we got to settle this inner circle tag team dispute. So uh, the tag team challenge is what we're having here. Jericho and MJF taking on Santana and Ortiz taking on Sammy Hager. Uh, like i guess got to say, out of everyone here, I guess Sammy Guevara is kind of playing the babyface role.
1: Well, he was on the left side.
0: <laughs> he was on the left he side. He was on the left and, side
1: uh, of the scrub of the hard camera.
0: And he was messing with Jericho though, like doing some taunts, doing little like spins, doing uh, his
1: little "I'm sexier than you are" thing.
0: <laughs> uh, Santana and Ortiz were looking really good in this match, just showing, you know, underutilizing this tag division. Just lots of cool moves. Uh,
1: Very much so. I mean, they they did come into AEW as a tag team, and uh, that's who they are.
0: Yeah. So, uh, MJF comes in later, him and Sammy, some cool moves. Sammy hits his great reverse Rana, uh, and then a big Spanish fly off the top to Ortiz. So, Sammy's on a roll, but then Jericho grabs Floyd, the bat, he's ready to smack Sammy with it, but Hager steps in to stop him. Uh, then on the other side of the ring, MJF gets the diamond ring from, uh, Wardlow, so he slips it on, but then Hager catches him, so he clocks him, uh... Later on, MJF nails a big power bomb on Sammy, and then Jericho attempts the lion salt, but his old, uh, out of shape body botches it a little bit. Nearly lands right on his head.
1: Yeah, it happens. Give him a break. He's like fifty.
0: Retire the move. That's all I'm retire
1: saying. Retire the wrestler if you're going to retire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, it's weird. He like jumped on the rope, paused, and then just kind of leapt. I don't know. I'm glad he. And didn't you know, what? Die. I
1: mean, he's done that what a, a million a and seven times. Like he's, it's not
0: all going to be perfect. No, but I think it wasn't. I think it's because because
1: there's going to be a black arrow that that you know misses the Never. mark. It's going to
0: happen. That's impossible. Okay, okay. We'll see. Either way, Jericho's alive. Uh, we get a mad dash of sequence at the end, just a bunch of moves. Everyone's getting. Uh, Everyone's getting their things in. We're getting close to the TB time limit, too. It We're was getting like 9.59 like
1: <laughs> and 45 seconds.
0: Yeah. So we finally, Sammy's got MJF on his shoulders. Uh, Wardlow jumps on the apron. Sammy knocks him off. But then MJF rolls him up Sammy, grabs the trunks for the illegal leverage, gets the three count. MJF and Jericho win. So they are the official tag team of Inner Circle as we cut off from the air like five seconds after. Yeah. Real close timing. Didn't even see him uh, celebrate. No, I was like, congratulations, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I love when JR does that. Yeah, but right. Fun main event. Fun main event.
1: You know, uh, and uh, a story with a lot of sub-stories that were all kind of addressed. You know, there was a lot that happened in this in this 15 minutes, and Mike, you've been saying it for years, that uh, MJF is trying to take over Sammy Guevara, you know, or like find the way to kick him out. Yeah. And they did this great where MJF, MJF can do more like not wrestling than anybody else can
0: he, <laughs> yeah he, the first half of the match he wasn't even in the ring he was just he just yeah he just, just, he so just much stood fun.
1: there until you get that pin yeah. and you're right Sammy Guevara is our future babyface. not only of the you know kind of of the present but of the future too oh yeah He's still
0: so young. Yeah, him, the Darby Allens, the Jungle Boys of the world, these young guys that are going to carry us into the future.
1: They really will. Um, It's just a bummer. I I was kind of really rooting for Santana and Ortiz on this one because they are the actual tag. Uh, They have actual maneuvers that they, you know, using like kind of like a classic tag team strategy.
0: And I think they kind of even teased on commentary. They're like, "Oh, you know, these guys are such a good team. They haven't really accomplished much being in the inner circle.
1: They so. really haven't." And what's to say? Maybe break off. What's to say Santana Ortiz might just be like, "Hey, like we're gonna also be in matches and shit." Because I'm sure they're on dark all the time. I'm sure of it. Um, you know, I mean, they're currently sitting at number five in the in the tag power rankings. Yeah, but uh,
0: um, why not? No, I think uh, I think maybe they should break off. I've heard some fa- some fantasy booking out there. Maybe realign them or align them with Eddie Kingston and Eva Diamenti. Oh get my some LAX god! Santana stuff going <laughs>
1: Ortiz, Eddie Kingston would just <laughs> fucking pop. I'm yeah. buying the shirt.
0: Like it makes more sense than Butcher and Blade, right? Like just like uh, ethnically. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I guess yeah. Like, well, I mean, no, I mean, what these guys are for? What? Santana Ortiz is from Puerto Rico. Eddie Kingston's from Brooklyn. I mean, that doesn't really.
0: No, LAX. Make that much LAX. more of a they sense. They all have history. TNA.
1: <laughs> they all have they all have history that we're not allowed to address. That's the ethnicity I was talking about. Uh, TNA. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, but that but- was the way in which we ended. Uh, Dynamite, and again, where I'm like, fuck, I have more questions than answers.
0: Well, there was one other piece of news I found out. I don't even know if they mentioned it during Dynamite. I saw it on social media, but. Uh, they announced we're going to get a Women's World Championship Eliminator tournament, uh, kind of like we had with the men yes. earlier last year. But uh, So we don't really know the names, but they showed a 16-person bracket with a USA flag on one side, a Japanese flag on the other. So it makes me think they're going to have you know one half on this side of the world and then meet in the finals. Uh, so the Japanese side, we can get people like Riho and Emi Sakura, Yuka Sakazaki, all these wrestlers from AEW we haven't seen in a while. Hey, Riho. Remember, remember the Freddie Mercury wannabe? Yeah, I, know, I remember that. <laughs> so all those guys, and then, yeah, on the American side, have all the ever, you know, Britt Baker, Penelope Ford. Hopefully Chris is ready to come back soon.
1: All that announcement really told me was like, hey, eventually Hakaru Dishida will defend <laughs> her belt. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'll worry with that eventually when it yeah. happens.
0: I just hope that the tournament takes place on TV, not like the women's tag Cup, they did that no one saw because it wasn't even on. Oh my god! Wasn't even on dark. It was just his own separate thing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of past the point with this with this women's division now. I think it's, uh, I, it has to be the talent. I think the guys, I think the people booking this
0: know this because they wouldn't. Why not? They they wouldn't. Why not just let your best wrestlers carry it then? Give the title to Britt Baker. Let her fight. Yeah, you would think. You know, I mean, (laughs)
1: kind of take that Peter Dune Walter approach and just be like, hey, you guys are the best. Fucking keep having great she matches she's gonna have to wrestle
0: every week she can just show up and talk for a bit and people will be happy if she's got the belt
1: well I guess I guess it's the I guess there's there were the two ways right and they had to commit to one of them either give the belt to Britt Baker now and have her yeah. lead or have the payoff when she gets it and they, they they just had to choose one of them and they chose the other one you know
0: Ah, uh, yeah we'll get there we'll get there it's like pulling teeth it really is. Booking this ah. women's
1: division at XT is just like fucking pulling teeth. Dr. Britt Baker would DMD, don't like that. baby. And that was Wednesday night. Uh, and that was that was like ninety-seven percent of the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: We got one more segment for you here before we leave. And of course it is the Wrestler of the Week. It's the wrestler of, the week of the Week.
2: The Wrestler of the Week. Wrestler of
1: the week, of the week, of the week. Of the week. The wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week. Like this one was a no-brainer for me. Uh, I I love it. I love the Fight Pit what can I say Um, (laughs) and like you said similar to those kind of like Undertaker parallels have a match that belongs to a guy and there's like an idea set behind it it is a it is a it's not a it's not a certain kind of or it is a certain kind of fight that can only Mm -hmm. occur within the cage of the fight pit so of course my wrestler of the week is the thatch man Timothy Thatcher Uh, let's get you up that card baby
0: Thatch as Thatch can. Thatch as Thatch can. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? Let's, uh, for an unprecedented third week in a row, (laughs) I have to go with the Thatch man, Timothy Thatcher. Uh, Like you said, just a great performance. The fight pit, two for two. Gotta love it. He's such a, just a gruff, tough looking guy. Uh, We love everything about him. And this feud with Chomp has been great. We've had two or three great matches out of it, and mm-hmm. the Thatch man, he's coming for something soon.
1: He's he, uh, yeah, he <laughs> he's, he he's coming for a shooty. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. He's uh well on his way <laughs> to getting well, on his, well on his way, and that's uh that's all the that's all the time we have for the podcast here. Uh, remember to rate, review, like, subscribe. The podcast is all over the place. We are leading up to the Rumble, and uh, that's the fucking that's one of the biggest shows of the year, easily.
0: Yeah, next week we'll uh, we'll hype that up. We'll do a little preview, maybe even a fantasy booking.
1: Maybe we'll what even I'm book what we would like to see. Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll figure out that segment, uh, but it's probably going to debut next Wednesday or next Thursday. We'll see. It'll be de- whenever this show comes out. You know, it
1: comes out on Thursday <laughs> and it'll be debuting. Thanks for listening, folks.
0: Mike, uh, please take care of yourself. Uh, I will try. I will stay indoors. I'll wear a mask. I'll do all that stuff. Sounds great. And remember,
1: if you run into Jax or The Undertaker, do not shake their hand. <laughs> I repeat yeah. do not shake their hand. Well, take care, folks.
0: See ya. <laughs>